0: And, and as far as I'm concerned, I feel like you are like you're the Arsenio Hall of the Joan Collins TV show from Fox. Mm-hmm. Remember that on Fox? Like anytime jo- I mean, about-
1: Joan Rivers. That was the Joan- most obscure.
0: Like, I
2: Joan know Rivers. what you're talking about, but what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: what's going on everybody this is episode 17 of the spawn on me cast this is khalif adams i am joined this week and every week with my homeboy from the other side of Chicago, cicero holmes how are you doing sir uh
0: what up what up what up what up what up yo i am good son how are you sir it's i'm doing so really well
1: That's i'm so. sorry okay. i'm sorry i like st- i like stepped all over your words i'm sorry
0: listen i i step all over myself yo but it's ready, like we were doing like
1: step up too but yeah. on each other's words exactly rain scenes rain scenes. everybody
0: hashtag rain scenes <laughs>
1: <laughs> word 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 uh we are joined this week with an amazing soul yeah an amazing person inside and out yeah person i like to call a friend right. a brother and fellow negro yes <laughs> Sharif Jackson yeah. from SharifJackson.com. How are you, sir? I'm good,
2: man. I feel like I'm like a Bracago refugee. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's <laughs> happening.
1: You're, you're in the gentrified houses yeah, of Bracago exactly. right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. moved in. When you moved in, we got like two coffee shops. I know. I'm, I'm,
2: I like got a baby stroller and and like a headband and I'm jogging down down the block, down the block right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the neighborhood was going to shit when Sharif moved in. Started jogging at, like jogging at
1: midnight. Jogging at midnight with like a scarf
2: on oh with my a, gosh with a corgi oh, man. Right. Damn right. <laughs> it's like oh
1: fuck the neighborhood is all gone this
0: right. shit. oh man you used to be hard we used to be hard and now yeah sharif's yep. sharif's you know he's out there he's got
2: a, a tandem bike yep for him and, and i'm his girl. damn sure i will call the cops if you make noise after 9 p.m on a saturday I'm calling the cops. I
1: don't even know if that has anything to do with gentrification. I know that's just me being thirty (laughs) five. I'm like, I'm old now and stop all that goddamn noise. Stay off my lawn. Get the hell out of my neighborhood, you (laughs) damn loud bastards. (laughs) So how you guys been? You guys have been all right this, this week? Everything's been good? yeah man um,
0: you know I, I, I'm i still on my uh, apologies spawn on me nation um, <laughs> because you know you've gone to the spawnpointblog.com every day looking for my review of Watch Dogs but it is it is a and you know this this may spoil the uh, review a little but it is a struggle to yeah. to play and complete yeah. that game um so yeah and and you know and obviously life gets in the way and it's in and, and the campaign itself is probably about 20, 20 to 30 hours uh, which is you know that's not a, that's not a small block of time when you're a when you're a, a a grown folk right um so so yeah so apologies right off the bat but I have been playing have been playing uh the game and it has been a struggle um uh, a a a friend of the show dan the robot uh, shout out
1: to dan the robot yeah
0: shout out to dan the robot also uh shout out to uh my homeboy from uh that i met here in the shy that's uh originally from new orleans who's now out in cali uh my, my my dude my dude glenn i told him i shot him out on the show so there you go glenn uh, you know he's a, he's an MC, but I don't even talk about that. I ain't, I ain't gonna promote this shit. Um, <laughs> but yo, shout out to my dude. Yo, I love you. Though yo. <laughs> Mess,
1: messed up.
0: I mean, that's how I do my peoples, though. <laughs> was like, yo,
1: my one your one opportunity to give a dude a shout out, and you're like, yo, I'm gonna shout you out and not talk about nothing that you do, dude, right? <laughs> um, yo, yeah, yeah. Uh, check for Glenn. You just have
0: to check for all Glens until you turn turn up on him. That is um, the worst shout but, out I've ever
3: heard yeah, right.
2: in my life. That's kind that, of amazing right. and terrible. Shout me out anywhere.
3: <laughs> no doubt.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, now nobody will ask me. <laughs> oh that. That was a uh, strategy. I <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so um so so our good friend Dan the Robot um actually finished the game. And he he wrote his impressions of the game and and then did something that, you know, it's kind of universal in in game reviews. It's not something that you'll see in the review that I actually will write for the show um, or write for the site. Um, But I I will say that his review has a score and the score is seven out of ten, which if I were scoring the game, as it currently stands, is exactly the score that I would give it, and and Kai and I talked about it off cast uh, a couple of days ago, um, because everything is off cast when you're not actually on the cast. Um, but uh, yeah, and that was exactly what I said was a seven out of ten. Um, a couple of highlights that are spoiler free um, is uh, he he says that. The story is pretty solid, but a little overdone at times. I like that they didn't rely on the son or daughter trope, and went with the nephew, niece, sister. Uh, it added a different dynamic to the story, uh, to the storytelling. That was nice. It may not be revolutionary, but I appreciate Ubisoft taking the path less traveled. Um, then, so onto something that was a little negative. Uh, He said, all the black characters are thugs, criminals, street rappers, cricket politicians, and drug pushers. I cannot think of one black person who had a positive spin on them other than a character that is the actual impetus of the story, whom we know very little about. Um, So that's something that you guys can discover if and when you do play the game. And then to kind of uh, finish it out, he said that... uh, uh, that little boy um you'll know who he is watch dogs 2 electric boogaloo which is definitely <laughs> something that we will we'll, we'll be able to talk about and um he all right so there was there was something that he said about it being an ubisoft game that i i really wanted to oh yes okay here it is it feels like an Ubisoft game. There is no way around it. This is, an, this is Assassin's Creed Chicago. Instead of climbing a church or a tree to get, to get the lay of the land, you active, activate a lift and hack button so you can point your phone at a tower. Same mission structures, same way of doing acts. Uh, they may, may not be called acts in uh, Assassin's Creed, but we all know that at certain points in Assassin's Creed, it marks a delineation of the story. Uh, really prevalent in ac3 so that is that is the game in a nutshell from dan the robot's perspective and again he put it as you know seven out of ten um there's nothing in what he said that i that i could definitely that i could disagree with um i i will say that uh he we were talking about last week we were talking about um, the the race issue um, in this game, particularly with the with the character named Iraq, I have gotten to that character. I definitely do have some feelings on that character. Um, I, I think he's a smart character. He's a he's a smarter character. So, in the game, when you're playing, you have an opportunity to grab these audio logs, and they give you some background on all different types of characters. Iraq has a group of. Uh, audio logs that allow you to get some insight into his character and what his motivations are. Um, There are observations that Iraq makes that observation that are only things that a, a, a really, really intelligent and insightful person would make. But then if you listen to him make those observations, they're made from a person who, via his language, wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily attribute that level of intelligence and thoughtfulness to. Um, So, you know, so there's definitely a kind of a disconnect and the character himself, the character himself seems a lot more, a lot smarter than the way he's portrayed, Um, which is, you know, which is definitely a really, really weird thing um, that I've that I've come across in the game um we were we've been talking about it uh and i've been dominating this conversation for too long reef kai you guys been playing it reef uh what do you what do you think about the game so far where are you on uh on the scope of
2: it well i think a seven out of ten is pretty accurate in terms of where i am i'm a little behind you in the game but i'm definitely um i don't know how many let me check how many hours i'm in um but like i'm definitely on the second act i'm 12 hours in um, I've done quite a bit of side missions, though. Um, I've been more interested in those than the story, to be honest, um, which was similar to Assassin's Creed. Um, right. So I kind of <laughs> see what um, the gentleman was saying when he said it's a newbie game. Um, but I don't know. I mean, to be honest, it's been hard to feel engaged with the story. Like, there hasn't been many characters except for Maurice that I've really... Well, and like Poppy, I guess, but I've kind of just met her, so I don't really know much about it, um, that I've really been engaged with and, and wondered about their intentions outside of the scenes that they're in. I mean, usually, you know, w- w- with games that I like that are kind of open world or kind of have this narrative, it's like I'm wondering what what they're doing when I'm not in scenes with them, you know, or what they could have done to bring them to where they are. Everyone I've met so far, right. I haven't really felt that except for a few, and it really harms when you're, when you're trying to do this kind of noir like game, you know, where it's supposed to be about personalities and intuition and finding out who's doing what. Um, I think it's a really big failure with the with the game, um, and also I'm I'm playing on the PC, which has had numerous issues. Now I haven't had many issues, but. Um, specifically people with, um, ATI cards have had just, I've seen lots of videos of just, if you drive too fast, like the screen will start to blur and stay blurred. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. oh yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've seen a lot of videos to where Ubi has like come out and said like, we're releasing a patch to fix some of these basically stuff that, you know, they saw, but they said, we, I get this out. Cause we delayed it once. Um, right. So I feel like on the PC side of things, um it's a little shaky, especially because, you know, even given, you know, well, obviously people noticed the graphic downgrade from E3 2012, but even from that video they released about a month ago with the PC Ultra settings, even people right, that right. run it in Ultra are saying that it doesn't look good as that video. So, wow. And wow. Yeah, really? and like there was a... um You know, there's like a big XML file, basically, that controls a lot of settings. So some people have been kind of diving into that to try to get it to look that way. Um, (laughs) Right. So, yeah, it's it's a little, um, I think from the PC perspective, it's a little, not disappointing, but like people were expecting it to be kind of blown away by the way it looks and the way it sounds, like almost as kind of like almost on a crisis level um and even people with these you know GeForce Titan like $1000 graphics cards and that kind of stuff are saying that they're getting frame rate issues and stuff like that yeah. so yeah i don't know man it's 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 a struggle um you know i have Mario Kart 8 which is tons of fun i have Transistor i have Wolfenstein which is also fun and a lot of times i feel those games and feel like i'm having a good time I don't really feel like I'm having a good time at Watch Dogs. I mean, I want to see it finish, but I, I honestly can't say I'm, like, really enjoying myself. <laughs> which w- w- which kind of sucks to say. It. And if this was any other game, honestly, I would have shelved it a while ago and said, right. I'm getting back to this. But, you know, I am I mean, I, I admittedly bought into the hype of it being, you know, one of the first next-gen experiences and all that stuff and it's just left me wanting yeah. yeah
1: that's that's yeah that's kind of my sentiment too first let me just say ha, ha pc master race now yeah. what <laughs> yeah this is definitely
2: a master race fail a little
1: bit uh, it's weird because a lot of the sentiments that you said and let me just say really quick before i jump into my version of that is i saw uh actually before we started the cast today uh if anybody's really um uh familiar with the modding scene on the pc side there is a mod called Sweet Effects uh, that a lot of people have been using for in the in the Skyrim engine uh, a lot is where you get a lot of the um, Sweet Effects and also uh, like Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, but they put some videos up, some folks put some videos up of them using Sweet Effects in Watch Dogs, and it totally does make a difference. It kind of the thing about Sweet Effects is it kind of makes the the contrast a little bit different and it pulls different specular things out of the. Uh, uh, out of the environment and make some kind of shine and lights look a little bit different and better, and all that stuff, so if you do have it on p c and you are willing to mod your game a little bit, try the sweet effect Cause that kind of it, it does give it a little bit of a, a pop um as far as the game goes uh I don't even know if I would give it a seven wow. at this point to wow. be honest oh, wow i don't even i honestly don't think it would get a seven I think it would get like a it is weird to delineate between a six and a seven, but it, in my brain it makes I think sense it's a big difference <laughs> uh yeah, it's it would get it would get probably a six at this point, and there's a lot of reasons why. One, I don't give a crap about Aiden. I really don't care about him. He's not a he's not a he has right now. He's grading on me because he's totally Christian Bale. Right. He's, he's yeah. Christian Bale Chicago style, Right. and it's annoying the <laughs> how I'm gonna is. hack into the
3: city. Right. <laughs> right. Who who has my is this the ATU? <laughs> right. I need a 4G right. signal.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> I don't want catch up on my Chicago dog. Right. And yeah, and I'm just like, I, I don't care about him. Um, it feels like he has a purpose in the world, but also the world doesn't really work in the way that he does. I get it. He's a vigilante and I get it that he's not supposed to be, you know, he's supposed to be this shadowy figure, but it's not like people don't know him. They walk down the street and they're like, that's that Aiden dude. Like they know him by name. Right. Right. It's not, right. it's not even like this, like, that's the vigilante. It's not like Darkman. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where people are like, I don't know who that dude is, but I think he's the good dude causing trouble. They're like, no. It's like TMZ and shit. They're like, yo, it's Aiden Pierce walking down the street. <laughs> and I'm like, you're supposed to be this shadowy figure, and you're totally not. Um, the technology itself is fun, but it's also not, it doesn't seem like it goes far enough down the path of, like, when I think of hackery shit, I think of way more better and cool kind of gadgetry and kind of like backroom deals and like you know if you ever saw the movie hackers the the stuff that made that movie cool was the fact that it was stuff that you never thought you could do aiden doesn't aiden is like i have an app for that Mm -hmm. and that doesn't feel as cool as it should um anytime you drop into a car you want to shoot yourself because the driving is terrible and also, the city doesn't. The city doesn't play a big enough part. They talked about Chicago being this huge, huge deal. And mind you, I've never been to Chicago. I, I'm dying to get there. But also, well, I actually got sick in Chicago once in the Chicago Airport. But that's a whole <laughs> other story. Um, but okay. uh, they have great hotels and great beds in the in the Marriott Hotel. Anyway, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like enough of a character in and of itself. It's like GTA Four or even GTA Five. The city themselves played a huge deal and huge character. In the games themselves, you felt like you were in the spaces that that they were um, that they were portraying, even if you'd never been there before, you felt like you were a part of the scene there. And it doesn't feel like the the human beings that are in there, the NPCs that are in there have any worth or even are doing anything. It's weird because it's that just just uh, I can't even say the word juxtaposed with the. Um, with With how other NPCs and other games are 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 put into the world, they don't feel like they have enough weight or ground, even though I will say as a as a good point, the writing for the game as far as the NPC audio is really, really good. I think that stuff is superbly done. That stuff is very well done um like some of the interactions between between the npcs are really good but your interaction with the npcs is really just boring as hell like i would think that the whole profiling part of the game would have been better and it would have had more flavor to it or would have it would have been more interesting in some other way Mm -hmm. it feels like people just popping up on the screen and i and i like the fact that you can see that they you know had hepatitis c at some point but That in the grand scheme of things, when I thought it was going to be cool in actual practice doesn't feel as good. It doesn't feel as cool. Um, So those are like a couple of things that I have issue with. Um, That's not even necessarily just the narrative narrative points, but, you know, it, it feels like the game, even though it got pushed back, it doesn't feel like they put enough effort into making the character as cool as it could have been. And that was the reason they said they delayed it. They said the game wasn't as fun. Uh, before we delayed it, and I'm like, so if this is what fun is for you, then what the hell is going on in Ubisoft? Yeah, so
0: so uh, to kind of bring it back around, the, we were talking about it before, Cass, and basically, you know, like I said, we're we're all kind of around the same place, but uh, these guys got to a point where they they did something that was really really cool, that really kind of exemplified what we thought Watchdogs would be. Um, I think that everyone kind of thought that you, you know, when you got this guy, you were going to get hacking Sam Fisher, that this guy was going to go in and he was going to outsmart everyone and just kind of use this interconnected network to become like this, this guy, Deus Ex Machina. And and um, there was the there was a mission early on in and act Two that you do that and you really feel like it like and it really kind of gets your your juices pumping to to kind of you know go back and and finish the finish the game and finish the campaign because you like all right now it's ramping up now we're getting right. to the point where this is the this is the game that I thought I'd be playing and then you know almost right after that they they turn around and one of the like next missions Three missions in after that there's a point where you have to go to Cabrini Green you have to infiltrate the the network that basically you know everyone everyone that listens to our show is old enough to remember New Jack City they basically uh, this isn't a spoiler um the Cabrini Green is set up like the Carter and Iraq is basically Nino Brown um and they've got They've got set up they've got uh, a, a setup for that and you've got to try and now hack into that um, so you're like okay cool hacking stuff stealth whatever no wrong you you go into there and every time you hack one of the boxes more enemies come out and in order for you to to actually access all of the boxes and, and uh, do all the things necessary, to complete the mission before you have to do the the obligatory thing that you have to do after every mission, which is escape. Um, you know, escape the cops chasing you, escape the thugs chasing you, escape little old ladies chasing you, hordes of girls, <laughs> whatever, whatever the fuck it is. You're always escaping some Girl shit at the end. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, before you do that, you have to murder... All of all of the the thugs, the gangbangers, as they called them, that come in. And as soon as you say gangbangers is, you know, the second I say that everyone knows exactly who, who, you know, what, what, uh, what level of melanin these these people contain. Um, I can't say melanin. So, you
1: know, although I think I just <laughs> you said, said it. said melanin. I'm, I'm terrible at. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Melanin. Right, right. Exactly. It's a show of invention. Um, that, <laughs> right. that is a town in Tartar. Style. Yeah, it is. Doesn't a that town. make wash go um, up to
2: an eight? Because it makes you like right, right. words. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it sparks right. your brain. Right.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, but yeah, so, I mean, for the. So one of the things that I said last week was that. I, I had spent a significant amount of time playing the game without firing my gun. Um, And I really enjoyed that because that's kind of what I thought I'd be able to do in the game. But there are times, um, you know, times that it just seems like they don't even give you the option of playing the game without firing your gun. Like, and, and the, and for me, the, the very first time that that was an option Was when you had to murder all the black people, in in the projects. Like, you know, I I mean, for a company where we, you know, we sat for a half an hour last week talking about whether or not Ubisoft has a race issue. If there's a race issue there, and you know, every time I want to say no, you know, we're really kind of throwing, you know, we we you know, people are out there and they're you know they're just kind of blowing smoke. Um, there's yet another... There's, you know, yet another opportunity for you to sit back and say, well, then maybe there's something to it. And again, maybe there's something to it that the very first time you absolutely have to murder everyone is when there's just nothing but black people around. You know, what the fuck's up with that? One. Two, the other thing that really annoys the shit out of me about this game is you're the vigilante you're this guy who is again sam fisher hacking sam fisher anytime you go to a camera and you look at your face it's all blurred and pixelated they have no idea who you are what's going on any of that stuff but like ka said you walk through the neighborhood and people are like hey there's the vigilante there's aiden pierce uh there's you know there's that guy even if you're driving in a car, they're like, "Oh, I just saw the vigilante. He just passed
1: <laughs> by." I mean, I mean, what the fuck? Like, they're like taking selfies right? in the background with yeah. the vigilante. No, in the back.
0: you, I, I'm going to record a video of me stopped at a stop sign and a dude taking pictures of me because he knows I'm the yeah, vigilante. Yeah, I had that happen to me too. I mean, this this shit happens. Yeah, and that, like, I don't, I don't understand. How how uh, Ubisoft can sit back and say, "Well, this is the game where you are—you know—you are the master hacker, and 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 nobody can know who you are, and you can change your appearance and everything else, but it doesn't matter because every fucking body knows who you are." It's like the end of Spider-Man Two. The end of Spider-Man Two. Everyone in New York knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and everyone in Chicago knows that that uh, Aiden Pierce is the vigilante.
2: Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess on that point... I mean, yes, I think that is silly, but I could forgive that if the fundamentals of the game were stronger. Like, that to me is not like a breaking a breaking point. It's like, it is another small negative to me, but when I think of the issues I have with this game, it really is just, I'm not having fun, and it really is what I talked about, about like not being able to buy into any of the characters. And this is... You know, and then of course there's the overall sort of like, you know, Ubi saying this is going to be the first next gen. It's going to be a completely different experience than you've ever had. Um, and right. there are so, uh, to give it credit, I think the online part, the multiplayer, is pretty cool. Um, it is. It is. You know, it is. it's it is, definitely. I do it's like pretty that. cool that like you know I'm constantly getting these like challenges of like hacking or racing or whatever, and you, and like you can pretty much accept them at any time so like if i'm far away from a objective sometimes i might just do one of those and just you know um so i do like that part of it i will say um i mean on the pc it looks really really beautiful um and i i have it close to max settings but not quite at max settings but it's it's definitely a good looking game like the frame rate is solid um for me, I mean, I know that that's not the common experience on the PC from what I've been reading, but you know, it's when it looks good. It's it's like kind of like Battlefield. Well, it's not as broken as Battlefield Four, but it's kind of like when it looks good, it's really good. You know, you yeah, know, that's it's,
1: true. It's like that on console too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll say, I'll yeah.
2: Say so like you know, even though I think people want to be more blown away from it, it does look solid and and it plays solid. I also think that the um, I think the shooting is pretty is better than I expected it to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also also a, a really good point and you know it, and it's it's kind of weird to to sit back and say yeah that the shooting is great even though I don't want to shoot anything.
2: In well, the game. like this I would not expect from this game that I could go out of cover, get a headshot, go back into cover easily cuz most of the time right. these games kind of muck it up a little bit. Um, right. because they're not shooting they're not shooters right, right? right. Um, but I do feel like that they did that well um I don't know I mean I I like the fact that it's not sort of a dark and gloomy game like there's sometimes right. where it's really bright and sunny out and it looks really cool right. um right. you know so so I do I mean when it rains I think is when it looks the best though I mean like all the reflections and sound and stuff looks really good mm-hmm. so no they that's the reason why I give it a seven, and to me, to 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 your point, Kyle. To me, the difference between a six and a seven a six to me is don't buy, a seven is maybe take a shot at it. Okay. Like, like that's kind of the that. difference that's between true. a six and seven to me. Um, like okay. a seven is like kind of like not a strong recommendation, but it's like, hey, if if this goes on sale, check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, and that's you know, it's, it's actually one of the one of the things that I've said. Um, often recently is if this game was 30 or 40 bucks um then then you know i would have no problem recommending someone pick it up um but at $60 you know if $60 is hard to come by um you know i i would i would not feel like um there like like i was being a good friend <laughs> And, and recommending and recommending this game in fact the reason that i was talking to uh glenn who cares what kind of mc you are um <laughs> was because he asked me <laughs> if you're a terrible human yes <laughs> <kid. asked> <laughs> <he laughs> it's because he asked me um uh what whether or not whether or not he should pick up whether or not he should pick up watchdogs and i told him to wait uh glenn you're my dog son forever i got you son
1: I will say this too. Um, one thing that actually surprised me, and I thought was actually pretty good, was the digital trips. I like yeah. those. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are the digital yeah. trips were actually very, very mm-hmm. good. And those were those were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and supposedly they have some more that are coming out in the uh, in the um, DLC that are like
2: supposedly. Yeah, the cool. trips are great. Um, I like the Carmageddon. Yeah. One the trips are great when you're like. Yeah, that's yes. Right. So that so, one is that one is so totally fun.
0: So basically, what we're saying is a uh, a uh, uh, great mini game you know is it's uh
1: Mario Party uh <laughs> it's or It's the Wii Party. <laughs> oh of, shit. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's right. So basically we're saying everything but the actual, <laughs> actual thing you that you bought but is the, good. Right,
2: yes.
0: Yeah, play everything but the story and you'll have a great but time. But this
1: is it box no, back of the box 60, 60 Yeah, bucks. but this is
2: also the you know the fastest selling game in Ubisoft history which it's yes. hard for me to yes. believe, but then I think about yes. everybody with next gen console bought it, right. pretty much.
1: Right, you know, the, you know what this is also going to be the fastest traded in traded game. in game. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. But from right. a company Literally perspective, they don't care. Right, like, they don't care. Right. Oh no, of course they already got their money. So they what
2: motivation would they have to make Watch Dogs two yeah. any different? Right. I mean.
1: <laughs> well, well. So, so mm-hmm. the
0: thing you know, the thing that people people keep talking about uh, in relation to this game is you know people are kind of lukewarm on on the game, which you know I, I think when it's when it's all said and done, I think that's what we would all say that we are about yes. the game. Um, but but the you know universally, people say, wow, this reminds me a lot of Assassin's Creed, and I expect Watchdogs Two, Electric Boogaloo, to be the Assassin's Creed two will right. you know, will be to to it what Assassin's Creed two was to Assassin's Creed, which is they fix all the problems and make an amazing game. Well um, and th- there's definitely room see, for See the
2: tough thing with that is for me at least for Assassin's Creed the problem wasn't the story or engagement, it was fundamental game mechanic issues. Which are right, easy to right. fix, to me at least. Right. With Watch Dogs, I think the mechanics are fine. It's the narrative and story, which to me is really right. difficult to fix. So I think the Assassins mm-hmm. 1 to 2, I definitely see where people are coming from, but I think there's two. it's a fundamentally different problem that mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed was able to fix that Watch Dogs I don't think has.
0: Well, one, so,
2: oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead, man.
1: My bad. Oh, okay. I was, was going to say whatever your last part was. I was gonna oh, okay. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so w- well, one of the things that I think they can fix is, you know, you go, you grab your phone, you're hacking everything. Um... And, you know, the cool thing is you can profile all these different people and stuff like that. What I would love for there to be is a morality system in the game, because, you know, right now, as it stands, you go and you can hack people. The, the their, uh, icon comes up blue. You hack them. You take their money. But you just took a cancer patient who made $13,000. You just took $600 from them. They're probably going to get evicted from their home. Um, they're going to be out on the street. And everyone's happy with you like you're still okay like you just went and uh saved someone from being mugged and then you hack their money <laughs> like like how does sir don't
1: don't you don't don't you understand that i need their money to make grenades right yeah. right so like
0: so so i would love to see in and watch to a morality system when it comes to the hacking where where if you if you hack rich people a lot they band together and get mercenaries after you. But if you hack poor people a lot, maybe the poor people see you on the street since everybody knows who the F you are anyway. <laughs> and they start, you know, they start rallying against you on both, on both sides. So you've got to kind of weigh what you're going to do and when you're going to do it. And it gives some weight to yeah. the ability to go out that's and act. That's interesting. Hack. I like that.
1: That is, that's a good point. I, I, I'd like to see them fix that too. And you know what else I'd like to see fixed? But, I want to see good old games get their Steam business together. But we're going to talk about that <laughs> right after we jump into our breakdown. Break
0: it down. Break it down. So
1: it looks like uh, this got announced today. Um, so during today's stream, they had a Witcher stream from uh, CD Projekt Red. And they basically did two things today. So they jumped in with. A crazy trailer for Witcher 3 uh Wild Hunt which looked freaking ridiculous. It looks so dope. Uh my level of hype for that game has jumped way above everything else right now because it made me it, it was one of those games that made me want to go buy a PC. I was like I need to go buy a PC now. I don't know what my wife is going to say about that when I bring that up, but <laughs> I'm like I want a PC. <laughs> Um, and also the crazy thing that got announced as well was good old games basically shot a, a, a shot across the bow of both steam and origin by announcing that they're trying to do their own kind of service and client called GOG galaxy. Um, so the cool thing about this is it's, it's multi-layered it's um, you don't have to use their client. If you don't want to, it's optional uh, GOG has always been DRM free pretty much. Uh, so they want to continue with that. Uh, they said to basically play the game and to play multiplayer things, you don't need a third party go between to uh, do that if you want to play on their on their systems. I mean, on their um, in their in their network, basically, and they want to do it for pretty cheap. They don't want it. They don't want it to really add anything else to the the buying parts of your buying of your games. Uh, I don't even think they're actually going to charge for the Galaxy service. Uh, what they're going to call it. Uh, they put up a link uh, on their website. That's going to let you jump into their beta whenever they throw that up. But um, what do you guys think about them trying to jump into the, the, the market marketplace uh, kind of like client deal? What do you, do you think about that guys?
2: Well, I think it's great. I mean, um, I think that there's already a lot of crossover between good old games and steam. I don't think there's like a steam camp and a good old games camp because The libraries don't mix that much. Like, good old games, you know, focuses a lot on, well, good old games. So, like, old games that really only support, like, DOS and Windows 3.1 and XP, and they sort of bring them up to spec and all that stuff. Um, I do, though, think they should require it. I think they might have some Mm. trouble getting, if they're really trying to get, like, a really, you know, large group of people like i really think that people um you know you kind of have to force people's hand a little bit to get that base Now we'll have cross play with steam so you should be able to play with people that have the game on steam or other places but i think that they are developing this and it's taking resources and I, i think that they should just put all the weight behind it and just require it for their games i mean i don't I don't see why I can't really see the negatives behind that. I don't think people that buy into the good old games thing would be offended or be not want to use it because, you know, because they support the, the service. So like that's the only thing that kind of left a question in my mind. But I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering if it's gonna splint. Well, like you said, there isn't that crossover really where uh, Steam and uh, GOG have like they have their own. They have a lot of games that are not in the same other other people's stores, basically. Right. Um. And I wonder if I wonder if what they're trying to do is uh, curate a certain amount of new titles that come across, but also say, hey, if you do it through GOG, you get this extra this, so you get this extra that that'll go towards the game. You can kind of already see it with the pre-order stuff for Witcher, um, but I wonder how that's going to play itself out later on. I wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a... It won't be a drop in Steam, because uh, Steam's player base is pretty pretty solid, um, but I wonder what the the angling is going to be. What do you think, C?
0: Well, I, you know, I, I think that uh, GOG is is well-positioned. Kind of, you, know, you know, what Reef said, which is that they... They kind of cater to a different type of market, and, and you know, you you can't you can't put a price on nostalgia. Um, and the cheaper it is to go out and get tons of old games, the better it is for 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 everyone. And and in fact, it's probably even better for um, or you know, great for Steam, um, where if if GOG kind of says this is our space. And, you know, we've got this on lock and you can play some genres and maybe cross promote. Like if you liked if you like the King's Quest games, then maybe you would love these types of new games that are out right now and point them directly to Steam. Um, I think that would that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I guess you're merging ecosystems in some form or fashion, which is fine. Um I'm just wondering what the, like at the end of the day, what what is going to be the benefit if there are two games that are on this, on, if there is one game that is on both systems, uh, what is going to be the determining factor between me buying it on GOG or me buying it on Steam? I think
2: it's DRM, man. Right. Like, I hmm. think that's a big thing is that yeah. some people just don't like DRM.
1: Is it really that pervasive at this point, though? I haven't really thought, I haven't really looked at a game that I've played in a long time, except for, honestly, weirdly, except for Origin. And that's not even because of the DRM itself, because it's embedded in the client. It's the client itself that's annoying. I will say
2: that, like, Good Old Games and Disora pretty much exist almost exclusively because people don't want DRM. Like, they are against the Steam model of, you know, encryption and DRM. So th- there's a pretty significant community out there that if given the choice, you, you know, it's it, it's like choosing between the iTunes store back when it had DRM only and the Amazon store when they came out and said we're DRM free. Like, you get the same thing both places, but people, some people are, you know, and you, you, you also have to understand the PC gaming community is very niche. and very, mm-hmm. And I think... Yeah. For general people, I don't think it would make a difference. But for a niche community, I think it definitely does.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering, too, if it's one of those things where um, I can see it being more of an issue again, if it's, you know, you see lately uh, companies are shutting down their online servers and things like that. Um, if that, if that was more of an issue too, on the PC side, but you know, PC folks are pretty crafty as far as getting things to run that, that no longer run on other people's servers. You know, if they want to make it run on their own personal stuff that they set up and land it out or network it out, they seem to be able to do that. I I wonder if that's something that plays into that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, nerd stuff. PCs. (laughs) PCs. <laughs> what'd you guys think about the actual nerd stuff, <laughs> nerd PC. stuff PCs?
1: Nerd stuff PCs. T T M. Um, You're welcome. You can you- use that. T M. What'd you guys think of the actual Witcher trailer though? Uh, I mean, The Witcher looks look the, the Witcher looks
0: dope. The, I mean, it just is, is um the The Witcher is one of those series that everyone seems to like, but only a few people seem to play, but it's ama- like a lot of people sleep on it and you shouldn't sleep on it because it's a dope ass series. Um, and hopefully with The Witcher 3, it's just going to blow the doors off of people at E3 and and, and it's going to make people stand up and take notice, especially with the with the, the dearth of games that are out that are out right now on on the, uh, especially on the on the, you know, current gen now consoles. Yeah.
2: Mad Dirtio. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how The Witcher is actually perceived more on the console side, but I know on the PC side, literally everyone that's come out has been sort of a graphical powerhouse. Um, And and this one looks no different. I mean, um, you know, I haven't played much of The Witcher, but I do own them both via a a Steam sale. Um, And I've played them a bit, you know, and so, like, I don't really have enough to go off of, like, the story or anything, but everyone that I know that has played them always says that they're like one of the best stories around and like Hmm. it always looks great and sounds great I mean this trailer looks really good you know so like yeah yeah, I mean at the very least like the same way that I was talking about how sort of Watch Dogs at least doesn't sort of at least doesn't leave me saying wow they really went all out like The Witcher 3 definitely does (laughs) you know so yeah
1: totally Totally. I want to give a quick shout out to Aaron Rand Freeman of uh, TWIB this week in Blackness and uh, Sportsball for putting me onto the Witcher series. He he gave it a lot of high, a lot of high marks when he talks about it, and I was like, oh, I might actually try this. So I'll, I'll probably pick the old ones up on the next Steam sale, uh, and and see what I can get into on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The, I guess I, I don't know. It's crazy. Like I, we're talking about all the games that are coming out and stuff that's already been out. And the games that are coming out now with everybody, everything getting pushed back, it feels like everyone's going to have to dig back into their library pretty hard. It looks like everyone's going to be their 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 pile of shame is going to be getting lessened and lessened at, uh, as we speak. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you know, if you if you're playing all these old games, why are you going to care about pre-ordering games when new games come out, son?
1: Uh, i don't know i don't know i think i think it's one of those things where people have to really pay attention to what they're pre-ordering and now is the beginning of the show the part of the show i'm sorry where i go on my soapbox nice. yeah i want all of right. you to take a quick ride with me yeah. on my soapbox i wish I, I need some soapbox music to go with it with this part of the show
0: butterfly in the sky kaja's soapbox <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like that. <laughs> that tot- that, tot- that yeah, totally yeah.
1: Worked. that that <laughs> the- to- to- totally worked. So on Kylie's soap- soapbox this week, we're gonna talk about so uh NBA two K fifteen is coming out in October. Uh NBA two K 14 was a huge success, kinda was the graphical powerhouse of all of the uh next gen consoles. Yeah. Uh was the was the actual game that you could look to and say, look at this is exactly why I bought my new console because right. it looked ridiculously awesome. But that game had one on the uh, current gen, because now we have to de- determine and, and call them current versus old okay, gen or right. last gen. So the last gen version of NBAK, NBAK, NBAK forty seven, right? <laughs> <It's> NBA two
2: <2K14> K fourteen, <laughs> NBAKKK on the uh, NBA racist.
3: Can
1: you NBA, imagine Duncan with a hood wa- on? Side? <laughs>
3: Sorry,
1: I made it to the championship in NBA White Supremacy. Right. It was dope. Oh, then oh Donald, Sterling, Donald, Donald Sterling! Donald Sterling is the one that edition. comes out with the with the with the championship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Then, oh, it's great. I'm sorry. We're, we're off the rails. Off the rails. Uh, why do you have to bring Magic Johnson to my video right. game? Anyway, He's the
2: real logo. Sterling, (laughs) Sterling is in the new NBA KKK. Donald Sterling looking upset. (laughs) So, (laughs) so,
1: so, so the last, so last,
3: last gen version of it. Uh, I'm sorry. All right, calm down. So the last
1: gen version of the game had more features. It was a, it was an actual whole feature that was omitted out of the next gen version, or I should say, the current gen version. Um, from what I heard, there were not as many uh, uh, network issues that happened on the uh, last gen version of it. Um, you did get you didn't get that graphical boost, but it was it was a solid uh, uh, game in in that respect. So you move on to the current gen version, which looks really pretty. There were massive amounts of of, of problems on the, the networking side. There were uh, crazy issues with the VC system, the, the virtual currency system. Uh, you couldn't do sim- you could do simple things like save a roster. You couldn't share a roster. You couldn't do a bunch of small things that you were able to do on the on the previous gen uh, version of it. So I go online and I see in my Twitter feeds, my numerous Twitter feeds. They have now 2K has now put up this hashtag. Your time has come. Which is supposed to usher in, you know, Kevin Durant because he won the MVP and he's going to be the cover boy of their the cover man. I don't want to call him the cover boy because I would be the NBA KKK version of it. Right, <laughs> he's the cover man on on the game, and uh, and he's and he's and he's doing his thing and it's great and it's awesome. So they put out this trailer for. Uh, Basically, a trailer that basically was about their pre-order bonuses and how much VC you'll get, which they hyped up with all these uh, people from the community and all this stuff. And I see all these random tweets towards their PR guys, who are um, uh, Ronnie Two K uh, and uh, the other guy. I forgot his name. Not the czar. Not the czar. He's not. He's not. He, right. doesn't, he work yeah, he's not doesn't work right, for them. doesn't work for them. But there's another gentleman. I forgot his name off the top of my head. I'll remember it. But he's he's the other well-known uh, guy in the community who does their PR. And people are tweeting at them with copies, of, pictures of their receipt for NBA 2K15, which doesn't come wow. out for another for another four months. Right. And it's pissing me the hell off because I'm like, you are totally giving 2K. You're not you're not putting their feet to the fire and saying look. Right. Make me make you earn my money, right? You're just saying you already got me, I'm already buying it, even though I'm probably one of those people who complained, bitched, and moaned about the game not doing everything it was supposed to do. But you're automatically showing them that they're getting sales, right? right. We just talked about GOG kind of stepping into the realm about. Steam and and uh, and on Origin and we're seeing on both sides of the console war quote-unquote console war that you know Xbox is is getting parity with PS4 and PS4 is then changing and dropping prices on certain things we're seeing that the competition is good right? right but when you put your money out there off the off the bat and say look 2k you fucked up four times already but I'm going to give you my 60 bucks off the off the top. That totally ruins the idea of what competition is supposed to be, also making the company work for your dollar, also innovating and keeping things fresh and new um it, It's so many issues that I have with this thing. Do you guys have any thoughts on this at all
0: i mean uh, we've we've talked about it in length um about my displeasure. With with what 2K has done, the fact that they see they they see, seem unapologetic about the atrocity that was VC, um, and and threw it front and center in their pre order stuff. Really, it pisses me off too. I mean, it, it it's like you know, when are we as gamers going to stop being goldfish? um and you know if you're you if you're angry for 10 seconds then you should be angry for 11 seconds and and not you know at at 11 seconds just kind of start fresh again yeah that i mean that's it's wrong it's wrong damn it
2: well i mean it's t- i mean like people are gonna pre-order stuff right i mean I remember the weirdest thing was I think it was Crisis 3. They put out a pre like it came on Steam like maybe 9 months before it came out. It was like pre-order right. now. And there was no bonuses or anything. Like I feel like part of this culture of and this kind of ties in I think with DLC, with the prices of games. Like publishers just need that guarantee of those first couple of days and I I mean I see what you're saying, Kyle. Like, I definitely think it would be better if we, you know, sort of let them earn it. But, I mean, I think realistically, if people are excited about something, regardless of missteps, like, it's it's like the Xbox One, right? I mean, like, right. despite all the missteps Microsoft had with the messaging, with that horrible E3 stuff where nobody knew right. what was going on, people, people right. still pre-ordered it.
1: I would I would give that more I, I get that you have you have a point but I would give more credence and it's funny because I'm looking at the, the the docket and I totally did name this why the fuck are people pre ordering 5 <laughs> yes, <TK5> already
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but 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 to your point as far as the differences between those right so hardware is is very specific in the way where more than likely you'll pre order a hardware system you're pre, I'm sorry, you're pre order hardware when you have really no idea what you're going to get right. it's totally based on faith right. which is which is fine because i brought i brought my my ps4 knowing that more than likely in the first year i'm not going to have a whole bunch of stuff that's going to be amazing to play i know that more more down the line there's going to be stuff it's the way that every console cycle is ever, has ever gone the difference with that with software is especially when it comes to games like this is if you wait at least two more months and 2K is really slick about this because 2K their PR department has dropped the ball on numerous occasions yeah. where they will wait until the the last second to give people actual gameplay. Oh my gosh, for, yes. for their game yes. which is which is difficult in and of itself to make a to make a, a a purchase without having the the proper information, but at least like okay, wait till E3. Right to 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 do something or wait till gamescom i mean they really usually never at gamescom but but wait till that wait wait for pax west i mean pax prime right. like there'll be stuff you'll get to see stuff at least 2 3 months right. out and then you can kind of make a decision where you can say okay fine i know that you are going to put something out that looks a little bit different maybe you bumped up the graphics a little bit maybe you added a couple of new features and then you say, you know what? I'll take my money out and I and off the strength of me knowing that 2K is the best basketball game maker on the planet at this point, and you really don't have another choice because EA is not making a right. good game, then you can you can pull your money out a little bit and say, "Okay, fine. I'm going to give you my money, but I'm not going to give it to you just yet." Because when they do that, they totally have the opportunity to be lazy when those pre those pre-order sales right. come up because you can see how many you get. Right. It's not like you can't see it. But I would just hope that people and this is the end of my rant. I would just hope that everyone, when they go out there, they, use, they they spend their money wisely and in a way that benefits every other gamer, because that's the difference is you're making this purchase and you're making it because of a selfish reason, which is because all of us do that. We're all gamers and we all make our selfish decisions. But I would hope that people would be informed customers and then make the companies work for you a little bit harder because we're seeing the benefits of what competition has been doing and it's been really awesome to see that and i want people to continue to do that instead of just giving people their money blindly and then complaining afterward when it doesn't turn out well
0: well well, you know i mean we're the society in which we live is the first you know we're we're the first society uh you know when you when you go to especially if you go to world star or media takeout and you look at the comments, the first comment is somebody saying that they're first, you know, I haven't done that since I was in kindergarten and it was time to line up. <laughs> um, but you know, now people, you know, now people need to feel that way when it comes to pre-orders yep. uh, with games. Like you, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, you know, you've got this, this previous experience that you whitewash into believing was, you know, was 100% great all the way around. Um, but, but and and you hear that there's a new game coming out and you want to be the first person in your circle to say that I've got a pre-order, that, you know, that I, yep. I was in line and I'm in line for that game. I mean, listen, every time there's a new game that's out, if the bigger the game, the bigger the response, the bigger the the, the, the coverage of it, the person that gets interviewed, the regular person who gets his 15 minutes of fame, is the person that's first in line, standing out in the fucking cold, yeah. you know, with icicles on his beard, and sits there and says, you know, I've been out here since last week, you know, and, and you know, he smells like shit, but he's he's going to be the first guy with his copy of, you know, Dig em Smacks Attacks. Uh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, listen, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been working on that game. I haven't, I haven't told you guys. Exclusive, <laughs> oh. yeah, exclusive. Clue, brr, brr, brr. clue, clue. <laughs> yeah, clue,
3: yeah. Right. No, no. I,
2: I agree with you. Though. And that's not just games. I mean, it's when right. iPhones come out. It's that right. guy named right. Triforce that every right. Nintendo release mm-hmm. waits like a week. Yeah. I mean, right. it's right. just that culture of right. me first.
0: Right. 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 Now. Stop that now, shit. Now you know. Now here's here's something interesting that I think no one's really talking about, and maybe it's only because I'm the only dumbass doing this. But I have stubbornly stuck to um, buying all of my games digitally. So I now have close to 15 games on my uh, on my console, and they're all digital, which means um when i don't like a game <clears throat> Watchdogs, um <laughs> you know, and and i feel like you know maybe i should trade it and i'm i'm stuck i'm stuck with the game um but the the other side of that is that you know i enjoy the convenience of having all my games on my system being able to call out to my system and 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 bring them on and all that other crap but but additionally You know, the other problem that I run into is when there are pre-order bonuses, if there is a game like, you know, 2K, I'm still kind of on the fence about whether or not I'm going to I'm going to give them my money. I really want to see what EA is going to do and all the stuff that you are saying that 2K should be doing. um, People are putting EA's feet to the fire, and I think you're really going to see a big push out of Electronic Arts uh, starting at E3 to show to show you. Why you should not pre-order 2K15, but take a serious look at uh, NBA Live 15 this this coming year. I, I you know, and I and I say that I say that with a straight face. Uh, I really think that they're going to make a a concerted push, uh, a concerted marketing effort and and technological effort to to give people to give people some pause. About whether or not they should give their game a chance. So, hmm. um, but but having said all that, I'm a digital person. I want to be buy my games digitally. I can't pre-order anything, especially. Well, you can on the you can on the PS4, but on on the one I can't. Really, I can't pre-order anything. I can't.
2: Yeah. No, nope. I mean, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So you can. You know, you, there's advertisements. You know, they they'll talk about the game coming out, but you can't. Uh, you can't actually pre-order it. You can't go in and say, "Oh, there's that game. Here's my money. Give you know, take my money." And when the game is released, start my download. So you can't link. preload. No, you can't preload. You could. So, uh, uh, spawn on me, listeners. Anyone that has a PS4 uh, pre-ordered Watch Dogs uh, and pre-loaded it. Please let us know how that experience went. It didn't work at all.
1: No, no they didn't. They they talked about Liars. it. In the, um, yeah. The, the the funny thing is that when they did the update, the one point seven one update, they talked about being able to preload and that being a new a new yeah. option for you. Um, but it seems like it's based on the actual publisher, and the only game that's going to do it in those. foreseeable future is uh, the one that's going to actually start it off as Destiny.
0: Now, now what they said specifically, because I have some friends who, you know, the 171 update came out, and, and then right after the 171 update was MLB The Show. And and right. pre-ordered MLB the show and was expecting that to preload and I did and, too and when they when they inquired as to why they w- it wasn't preloading finally Sony got back to everyone and I think they posted and said the first game that you will be able to preload was Watch Dogs
1: and then they pushed that back to Destiny effing liars Destiny that's September what the fuck. I mean, that's when all the games are coming out anyway, in 2015. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So so basically so basically, everything that got pushed to 2015, oh also preloading, got pushed <laughs> back to 2015. Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: That's oh no, great. I, I agree with you, though, Cicero. I think digital, if you can't preload, it defeats a lot of the... Desire right. because you're already giving up the training and stuff like that, but right, right. But you know, obviously, I've been digital for a while. I mean, right, on the PC and basically everything on the Wii U is well, most of the stuff on the all the first party stuff has been like day one, like like release, and it's like yeah, like if I like just just being able to play at twelve o one has been right. incredible for the past couple of years. Right, um,
1: do you feel weird that there's no the that- you know, we we talk about all these digital purchases and and Steam and Origin and now uh, Galaxy coming out. Do you feel weird as a PC player that there is there hasn't been an uh, an option to trade games towards other games at this point?
2: No, because because of the sales no. Right. That that's what makes oh, digital okay. works that, yeah. on PC is because number one you don't have much of an option because if you gone to you gone to the GameStop PC section. <laughs> Lately do they even oh, yeah. still have it's like kind of little ones, like yeah. rolling it's like literally right. on a on a rolling like cabinet that they bring out yeah, yeah. i, I wow. mean it's not Babbage's anymore it's not software accenture with right, right. where, where there's p c games with those huge obnoxious boxes all over the place <laughs> right. you know so so like right. you know um, I think the fact that if you the, the the good thing about being digital on the PC is that if you really want a game, you pay full price and you get it for for first day. If you're willing to wait, even like maybe a month and a half, you can get it half off. Yeah. You know. Um. And if you're willing to wait even longer than that, I mean, I just wait for those summer of Steam sales where you're picking up That's games for literally too. like Remember Me five dollars. You know. Or like games like that. So, you know, until I'm not surprised by it, um, you know, I I mean, I'm I'm not surprised by it not being more popular on the console just because the retail space is so strong. Whereas the retail space pretty much gave up on the PC around the PlayStation 1 era right um right you know in GameStop and Best Buy and I think Walmart especially like they hold a lot of sway when it comes to right these companies making money
0: so yeah so uh you know don't pre-order your game um listen I can't tell you not to pre-order your game but don't forget your history if you forget your history you're doomed to repeat it and with a game like 2k um you know there is there is a history of problems like everyone knows you buy 2K there's two versions of 2K there's the, two, the 2K you buy day 1 in October
4: and then <laughs> the, then the there's the, then there's right then there's the
0: <laughs> 2K that comes out around Thanksgiving when the game is patched um and and they're two different experiences like you know like when you get to play 2K insert the year .5 Post patch edition, you're like, oh wow, this game is pretty decent. But before then, you're just, you know, you're really struggling to like see how dope that game is like, you know, you're 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 you know, you're out there and you've got a car and the car is banging but it's dirty. You know, and you're like <laughs> like I'ma bring it, I'm gonna bring it to the show, but it's dirty. <laughs> and then you know you're going to ca- wash the car. You know you're going to take it to the car wash. This is you, know this you is are. a classic moment right here. Yeah, you know you are. And then you finally do it. And you're like, er- then everybody's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Thank you for having faith in me, Carl. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: oh, you what the fuck are you driving? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like, exactly. Like you driving car. No, I'm driving man. car. Like you're driving, I'm driving, you're car. driving the evil. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Oh. Got a deep thank, ass. Thank you for washing me, Michael. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I got a deep ass black man as you. Yo, man. Good looking out. <laughs>
3: oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh.
1: So if you want to take your dirty Xbox to the wash, to the cleaners, yep. you'll get that extra ten percent boost in performance. Yeah, you will.
0: You will.
1: Uh, that 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 you now have because of the Connect not being attached to your to your new shiny mm-hmm. console. Uh, so you can say Xbox ten percent, and you'll get that extra ten percent. <laughs> you can say it,
0: but it won't hear you because it doesn't have the fucking Connect connected. <laughs> yeah. You scream loud louder, right. maybe. Right. <laughs> Xbox ten yeah. percent.
1: It might work and
0: it might not. Uh, So so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so the story is that uh, you know, after not long after uh, the announcement was made that they're going to release uh, the console without without the connect for the lower price of three ninety nine ninety nine, that you know they they were saying that they're going to let go of the ten percent of the GPU. That they've dedicated uh, exclusively to Connect, um, and by releasing that, that will allow you to get more peas uh, in your game, son. Because um, we, you know, everybody needs those peas. Um, and and you know, and, and actually, yes, it, it will. It will give games the opportunity to have better textures, to run smoother um, do, do some things. So, uh, you know, 10% is not an insignificant amount, um, you know, amount of GPU power and, and, you know, calculations. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. And, uh, you know, I know reef, you had a, a really interesting take on that. Uh, so why don't you go ahead? I'll, I'll pass the ball off to you.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, you know, I, I was obviously a little, um, I didn't really support Microsoft's uh, removal of the Connect thing. Um, I thought it's just another example of them not knowing what the hell they're doing and swaying right. and stuff. But this ten percent uh thing, I I would say don't get it it's it's not significant, yes, but don't get too excited. All right. It's not like you gotta be like, you know, jumping from thirty to sixty frames a second consistent right. at ten eighty on this. You know, um, it might bump you up to 900 to, to 1080p. And to be honest, you won't notice. You won't right. notice. If they never told you that Last of Us didn't run it, you know, at whatever, like, you'd be like, oh, right. okay. Right. You right.
1: Did, did you not know that inside that 10% is where they hide all the mega texture,
2: <laughs> <laughs> The texture Supremes? Yeah. So, I mean... It might help them win the fanboy war, like sort of the uh, spec war of saying, you know, this runs at this. I don't... I think Microsoft is kind of playing this a little Mm. more than it is actually going to result in things. And the other thing is, like, if you're a developer, what are you going to do? Are you going to have a big if statement in your code that says, if no connect, boost the graphics? Else (laughs) else don't. I mean, like... uh, You know, so you're not only bifurcating the base based on like, do I make that connect Star Wars 2 if no one has it? Like that dancing dark. No, the answer to that is no, no Star Wars connect game. Like you're not only splitting the, um, you know, the base with that, but now you're splitting it if someone really can use this. Because, you know, I mean, developers can be really creative. Maybe someone can really squeeze something out of this are you only going to d- develop that and say only playable without a connect? Uh, I, mean, I mean that's the thing so right? Weird. It's like
1: the, you, we see we see Microsoft with this kind of backwards trend again doing exactly what they did in the last gen that screwed every screwed up all the developers was like okay some of our SKUs are going to have hard drives and some of them are not and I'm like you just did the same kind yeah. of deal all yeah. over again and you kinda screwed like I feel so bad for the people who had Connect games in the can, ready to go, and now their stuff is just gonna be screwed. Like Harmonix yeah. had uh Fantasia. uh Fantasia and they had some other stuff that they was gonna right. be coming hopefully down the line. And The Central game, you know, like who like that so sucks for all those people who are in those predicaments at this point. Just for that extra hopeful hopefully ten percent that they, they they probably The weird thing is also like we've seen during the time of console generations towards the end of the generation, people squeeze a lot of juice out of those boxes and they, who's to say that you wouldn't have gotten that juice out anyway. You know what I mean? So, 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 uh, first and foremost, Uh, Sharif
0: Jackson, you uh, brown-educated bastard, (laughs) bringing bifurcation—what did you say, bifurcation? Oh, my God. Just stop. Stop. (laughs) Stop. Stop. stop.
2: Unbelievable. Just—I don't know what you said, but—
0: Right. I don't know what you said. You're amazing. He said bifurcator. Oh, okay. Well, listen. I I used to shoot womp rats with my bifurcator (laughs) back with my t sixteen. I'm in the mass. They were no. They were sound, no bigger it, than three meters.
1: Uh, I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna lie. It, it does sound like a full lie. <laughs> it device. does. You yeah. Really it. <laughs> um, but,
0: damn it! I forgot what I was gonna say. Um. So like, it's it's, uh, is one of those things where where uh they could potentially. So one you know one of the things that happens with the with the X One is if a game does not use the Connect. And this was like, this was a uh, thing that they kind of added for the conspiracy theorists is if the connect is not being used or if it's being used for a game for like head tracking or doing something else, there's a little white light that turns on on the connect um, to allow you to do different things. Um, and maybe they can you can still have the connect. And, and you know, it's part of it's part of the problem with doing this kind of stuff is, you know, the great thing about the connect is maybe it's not always watching with because the white light lets you know that the camera's on, but it's always listening. Right. So if I want to turn the party on, if I want to switch to something or something like that, that I can easily do that. Um, If you're using the GPU now to, to, Actually, play games as opposed to using the Kinect. Then maybe you just shut it off completely, and there is a way to activate it. Um, you know, because you can just hit the guide button, and if you hit the guide button, you can go back to the to the main screen, and then maybe that'll turn it back on, and and you know, you're you're uh, you've got access to it again. So you know, who knows? Who knows how they'll work that out? Hopefully, they'll, they'll figure out a way to allow developers to, to access that, that extra, you know, squeeze out the extra little bit of juice, uh, from oh, the wait, GPU. wait, breaking oh, news, okay.
1: break, breaking uh, news. A developer who is making a game for connect says that you have to scream out. Do we, dem, dem, give me the power back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I had to cut you off for that joke. I'm sorry. Oh
3: gosh,
1: child's play. (laughs) Um, yeah. So,
3: (laughs) (laughs) fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, that's great. Um, um, Yeah. So, so,
0: uh, yeah. They'll squeeze out juice. Uh, Right now, we're we're gonna
1: squeeze out a music break because this (laughs) is we're done.
4: Moscato on the deck, popping bottles on the ship like If I'm taking shots, my chest is hot, I want Protossac. Then I let my body breathe, jump out my metal suit. I wear it cause these Metroids see my energy as edible. Lot of petty fools, they might assume your girl would be a dude. Never show my boobs and hide my grill like it's some peekaboo. Read the news, I ain't no for bluffing if it's me, you. I'ma leave you permanently blushing like a you no know, pink or blue, I play my part I'm dancing hard on my leotard Mother brain, she tried to win I shredded her like a lead guitar Roll credits, the show ended It's too bad, it ain't no edits For the other team, it take two minutes I'm piccolo, another hoes read You clueless if you dash at Simmons I'ma call you Stacy. Turning up my music, clapping what my mother gave me I don't act like a lady, I still jump up in the middle Space age bathing suit, now holler, Justin Bailey I love that feeling when I beat the game I love that feeling when I save the day I love that feeling when I get my way I'll be over the moon, but I'll be hollering soon Yeah, I love that feeling when I beat the game I love that feeling when I save the day I love that feeling when I get my way I'll be over the moon, but I'll be hollering soon I say this like the bell, now should I call it quits and lock that door? Lay these weapons down, now that's some pull I ain't no matador instead, I'm flying solo On a mission to the very end Deal the boss a blow like Tanya did to Nancy Kerrigan So before you ask, I don't need a man My work is kicking in they call me Mia hen. While you chickens laying eggs I'll just be eating them I never land, I'm speeding past They call me Peter Pan Plus it's never black and white, my life is not a zebra Yeah, tonight I wanna fight as if I'm Sunny Chiba But she might not have really died, it's temporary freedom If she come right back to life, I'll act like it's a speed run Beat her up pronto, if she really wants some Got a bigger brain, but she will never be head honcho Got me seeing red like looking at infected tonsils I promise she'll be dead when we get to a better console I love that feeling when I beat the game. I love that feeling when I save the day. I love that feeling when I get my way. I'll be over the moon, but I'll be hollering soon. Yeah, I love that feeling when I beat the game. I love that feeling when I save the day. I love that feeling. All right, everybody,
1: we are back from my, my music way. break. That dope, ridiculous track was that feeling. From an MC slash producer slash masterful person behind all things electronic, Samus. Uh, She's from straight out of straight out of Ithaca, Ithaca, the mean streets streets of Ithaca, (laughs) the mean snowy streets of Ithaca, New York. Uh, That joint is from her. Another M album, which you definitely have to cop, man. She I just learned of her music actually today after hearing her appearance on the Fanbro show. Shout, and, out uh, to the fan shout out to the Fanbro Show uh, for always having dope guests yeah. and putting us on to, to other cool uh, people in the world of Blurreddom. Uh, so please check her stuff out. We'll put a link to the show and a uh, link to her uh, work at the show notes. Uh, and you can go check her stuff out at SamusMusic.com. Um, so we're back. Uh, this is episode 17 of the Spawn on Me cast, and we are joined with our dope brother from another mother, uh, Sharif Jackson, from sharifjackson.com, Yo. and Operation Cubicle, Yo. and Science Looks Good, and Yo. the Rhyme Right podcast, Yo. and half-brother of Neil Tyson right. DeGrasse.
0: Officially, officially, the hardest working man in podcasting. Word. Um, wow! Listen, uh, listen, I, listen, I mean... Let's, let's, let's. I'm gonna go on a tangent for a second. Yo, like two weeks ago, my man Sharif Jackson was everywhere in podcasting, yo. Everywhere. If you listen to a podcast with black people in it, Sharif Jackson. <laughs> yo, Sharif Jackson was there, yo. Sheree didn't Jackson
1: you do a guest spot like the token black dude you know? didn't you do a guest spot on a tyler perry podcast <laughs> yeah I mean,
2: I i'm like i'm like diddy in that uh that commercial where he's like execute diddy dash yeah <laughs> you know those duplicate Diddies.
0: Oh my gosh! I yeah, got a yeah. I got
1: a random text message from Reef one night. He was like, "Walk across the Brooklyn Bridge and give me some Cambodian breast." <laughs> right, right now, I was like, "What the fuck you think right, this yes. is?" Yeah, was he was like, a- like, "I run like seventeen podcasts. Do what <laughs> I say." <laughs> right, right. You know what? Who it are it the
0: is. five hottest podcasters <laughs> in the business right now? <laughs>
1: agent jackson agent jackson
0: <laughs>
3: Oh man.
1: so so what we're gonna do on the on the back side of this uh music break is next week is e3 e3 is coming up really really quick i know we've been talking about it for the past two shows but we're like right on the cusp of all the magic that's gonna happen during this week of gaming this is like gamer super bowl where everybody gets super hyped up because all the new stuff that's gonna get delayed for another two years comes out and we get to hear about all those things and see it all up on stage uh, so, what I think we're going to do is we're all going to take a respective uh, conference and respective console and company, and then we're going to run down a couple of things that we think we're going to see, uh, things that are some known entities, and then we're going to bust out some crystal ballness where we talk about what we would love to be our outlandish want for what those companies are going to do for the next coming year and I guess a couple of years upcoming. Um so how do you want to run this? Who wants to go first? Um,
0: you know, I guess we should I guess maybe we should go from last place to first place. Or wow. more, you know what? Maybe maybe we should do it. So so what's happening is you guys are listening to this. If you're listening to it today that it posts, that is June 9th. That is inarguably the biggest day in gaming. Um so you're listening to our podcast getting ready um you've got your uh mario fuzzy slippers on <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and your pac-man onesie and you have and your you, you have
1: your luigi side eye ready <laughs> right yes yeah. yes
0: his side eye his side eye is tough it's to get, luigi um you uh You're getting ready. You're listening to our podcast. And then right after you finish our podcast, you're probably going to watch the Microsoft press conference. And then you're going to watch the EA press conference. And then you're going to watch the Ubisoft press conference. And then you're going to listen to us talk about all those press conferences and, and, uh, and the Ubisoft and the Sony and get ready for the Sony press conference, um, in our Google hangout that we'll talk about later on, shameless promotion. Um, And and then you're going to fall asleep, dream about all that stuff, wake up early in the morning and watch the Nintendo Direct uh, conference tomorrow, the Tuesday tomorrow for you guys. If you're listening to this on Monday, if you're doing it right, that's (laughs) how you've got it planned out. So maybe what we should do is give it to them in order. So I go first because I'm the shit.
1: How about that? Oh, damn. All right. Wow. Staking, wow. Staking, staking claims staking, and yes, shit. Yes,
0: I'm planting a flag on that bitch, son. All right, so do it. Um, go ahead. All right. So, so, so this is how we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down like like, uh, like Ka said, things we know, things we expect, and then crystal ball time. So the things, things we know uh, from Microsoft is we're going to see All of the staple franchises from from Microsoft in 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 uh, their E3 2014 press conference. So that's um, we're going to see tentpole stuff from Halo, tentpole stuff from Fable, tentpole stuff from Gears of War and tentpole stuff from from Forza uh, in the form of Forza Horizon 2. So, you know, take that shit to the bank. Things we expect to see now what what I expect to see um, is we'll definitely see that there will be a Halo game out this year. Um, The question is whether or not it'll be the Halo 2 Anniversary Edition that was rumored uh, back early at the beginning of this year or if it will be the Halo Master Chief Collection uh, that was rumored uh, just just about a month ago. Um, And and for those people who are uninitiated, the Halo Halo Fable 2 or the Halo 2 uh, Anniversary Edition will be a remastered version of the Halo 2 game um, where they have the ability to go back. You can go back and look at the old old school graphics versus uh, the current updated graphics by 343 um, or. or is it going to be the Halo Master Chief collection, which is all of the Halos involving Master Chief. So Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, Halo 3, and 343's Halo 4. Um, and what that will be and what the price point will be on that one. So those are those are things that you can put in the bank. You, you don't have to watch those portions of the show because your boy Stubby Stan has already told you what they're going to be. Now it's time for me to get my best prognostication. My stubnostications on. Hashtag stubnostications. Here we go. Get <laughs> ready for it. All right. So. Um Did they give you a Red Bull at the music? <laughs> right, yes. Yo, yo, that Samus that Samus joint was so so dope. Some of I'm hyped, and I'm amped. <laughs> All right, right.
1: Let, me, let me not kill yeah. the momentum. I'm sorry.
0: Right, right, right. So um <laughs> So the first thing that I'm going to say, I'm going to say two things. One, one that I think is, is kind of a safe bet. I think we, we may see it. And then two, that's kind of my pie in the sky. Um, The safe bet, I think, is that Harmonix will come on the stage. And not only will they show their, uh, you know, Fantasia game, but they will also show the next, the next iteration of their Dance Central franchise. They're bringing it back, y'all. Get ready to dance on your Xbox One uh, coming this fall. Bam. Okay. Okay. Then, Pie in the Sky, the reason that Harmonix is going to come on the stage, they're going to come on the stage, they're going to talk about it, they're going to be like, oh, wait a minute, another Kinect game? Why are they talking about another Kinect game? That's because... Uh, your boy Phil Spencer is going to one last thing it and be like, yes, you, we know that your Xbox One will be available starting today for $399.99 without a connect. But wait, there's more. You are going to be able to get an Xbox One with connect and a game, either Forza Motorsports 5 or Titanfall. For four forty nine ninety nine with Connect.
1: With a Bam. year's worth of turtle wax. Yes. Yeah.
0: Bam. Wow. That's there there it is. So we're gonna have we're gonna have two Xbox One SKUs. Uh one is going to be a, a bare bones version. And then the other one, they're giving you everything and the moon for fifty dollars more.
1: Damn. Okay. That'll be good. Wow. I mean, honestly, do you think that that'll be a do you think that that will be the thing that will like cuz we all kind of know that Xbox is a little bit behind right now. Microsoft's a little bit behind. Right. Do you think that that will be something that one the fans will like and and two, do you think it'll kind of push them forward a little bit?
0: Well, so they so they um there's all already a a huge renewed interest in the re, in retail space for the Xbox One with Sans Connect. So the three ninety-nine price point has definitely done the work. It, uh, it has done the thing that that I think Microsoft wanted it to wanted it to do, which is renew the interest um for, for the consumer in the console. Um, and what I what I believe will happen is now that people are feeling positive about the Xbox One, before they go out and buy the four hundred dollar version, before they even have the opportunity to really do that, um, on June 9th. They will also find out that the console, the console with the, the bundled one that was previously five hundred dollars will now be 50, only fifty dollars more with the connect. Um, and you're going to at the show have some games that show you that you can actually uh, and have, uh, you know, the, the dance central is the series is the one game that that has proven You know, has gone beyond just proof of concept for the Kinect. That is the game, undeniably, that everyone who owns a Kinect says is great. So, bringing back that series and lowering the price of the console uh, with the Kinect will give people a reason to go out and buy the console with the with the camera.
2: Nice. Wow, that is a huge. That's. They'll take a long. Th- that will set their break even point so far, because that's essentially like shoving a hundred dollars off, right? Well, so like a so sixty dollar cons- game and a hundred dollar right,
0: connect. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's so basically the, taking
2: so six hundred dollars and putting it at four fifty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the so the console um, was selling at a profit. Like they cost for them was about four hundred and eighty dollars. Was it really? Yeah, it was like, so this was the, yeah, this was the first generation where both major console manufacturers sold their consoles at a profit. Wow. Um, So, right. So, so they could afford to lower the price and sell it at a loss, especially now that they're, you know, especially now that they're, they're, um, you know, they're operating from behind. They're trying to catch up. Um, You know, now is the time to sit back and 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 pull out all the stops and really, really show people that there is, you know, there's a there's a reason for this vision. We believe in this vision and maybe you guys don't, but here's our way of kind of sweetening the pot for you. And and, you know, trust us, take take the plunge, trust us and and we'll and we'll uh, we'll make it worth your while. And if not, you know, at least you got some free games out of it
1: okay all right I can do that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty solid conference if they if that if all the stubnostication that you just pushed pushed out their TM right yeah is 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 real then they'll have a really good show I mean they have to again focus on the games and that sounds like they're gonna do that it's with all right. the Connect and TV stuff kind right. of out of the way already they've already announced all that stuff right. so that sounds like that'll be dope right.
0: okay so at at nine or it was yeah I guess nine p.m eastern uh kai you will be eating some popcorn <laughs> sitting in a theater in uh what is it is it in is it midtown is it in times square
1: uh it's it's in manhattan i can't oh, okay. remember. i can't oh. get my location away
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Man, um, this is you know. So, wow.
3: I mean, we have to you know, do some like, watchdog
2: style hacking to get this thing. right. Exactly.
1: Get the um, fuck away from me. <laughs> this is like
2: Dave Chappelle's block party. Like no one knows right. where it is. <laughs> right. Just yeah, show up no, at a random I just know place it's in Manhattan. <laughs> knock right.
1: three. Knock three times. Right. Kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but it's in Manhattan. I, I, I don't remember because I can't. I can't remember. But it's in Manhattan. Right. Right.
0: So uh, yeah. So you're gonna be at that. uh at that at that press conference, watching it streamed from a theater, um, while the rest of us sit at home and watch it on TV. Mm-hmm. As you're doing that, or at
2: work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'll be watching the, the first two conference, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, the other conferences. If they don't if they don't throttle my bandwidth, hey, get yes. get, get, right. get that data uh, plan ready. Yes, oh my God. yes,
1: sir. So while
0: you're doing that, you will be thinking about the predictions that you made.
1: And they are. Oh man! So let's do it. Let's let's do the things that we know are going to be there, right? So right. we know more than likely we'll see some Uncharted four stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll probably see some Morpheus stuff. I think uh, Media Molecule may have a demo or something like that, from what I've heard. Uh, Gran Turismo, we know we see, we'll see that. That's a staple. God of War four. We're more than likely we'll see a CG trailer of that. Um, We'll probably see some Wipeout stuff. Uh, Quantic Dream will probably do another one of their uh, real-time kind of Dracula demon kind of business again uh, with the sorcerer, the evil dark sorcerer stuff, uh, which I always enjoy because it totally does push the envelope of what we see graphically. Um, As far as the games we already know, The Order will be there. Um. What else? Let's see. Da, 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 da. The order will be there. They'll probably, probably we we'll see we'll see Destiny because you know how usually they'll they'll split right. conferences and right. one one company will get one. I'm sure right. that uh, right. whatever Microsoft gets, then th- you they know they'll get the other thing. So I'm right. sure Destiny will show up on the PS4 stage. Uh, there'll probably be another indie showcase where they'll show some indie games that are going to be up on mm-hmm. the stage. Right. Uh, let's see. I keep hearing all these rumblings about, uh, well, I guess that's the stuff that we already know. So the stuff that we are kind of fuzzy about, uh, project beast, which has gotten a couple of trailers that has been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, some information about that has gotten out. Um, I want to see, uh, the division cause we know that it's supposed to be coming, but we haven't seen any real gameplay yet. Uh, and they tease that out as well, saying that that's going to be out a three, Um, let's see. That'll
0: probably be at the Ubi conference,
1: though. Maybe. Yeah, probably. They'll probably do a double where they'll show one thing and then they'll show another thing at the other conference. I keep hearing rumblings about Ninja Theory doing a heavy Heavenly Sword uh, sequel. That is something I really want. If they can get that to come out, I'll be super excited and happy. I think probably... Um god, let's uh, I think Gorilla's supposed to be doing something too, I think. They think. I think they're doing like an RPG or something like that. I don't know why. <laughs> I kinda don't get it. I, I, we'll probably see some sucker punch stuff with uh infamous DLC uh drive club and, and the, the crew will probably show up as well. Uh but the things that I want I want to see a crazy Project Morpheus demo. I want to see some crazy ridiculousness that's going on like that. What else? There's got to this. There's, there's a couple of things. Um, oh, Metal Gear. Metal Gear has got to show up on the stage. Right. Okay. Metal Gear has got to be on stage. It's yeah. got to be playable somehow, some way. Um, and then like, let me think, pie in the sky kind of deal. Oh, oh, before I get to pie in the sky, we'll probably see. We'll probably finally get a pricing on PlayStation now. PlayStation Now will probably finally get a, a, a determination on what that's actually going to cost us when we do it. Um, but I don't know. A, a pie in the Sky, it's hard to determine. I, I want i want there to be No Man's Sky on there. I want No Man's Sky uh, to be there. And I also want uh, Everyone's Gone to Rapture to show up. That's like Pie in the Sky. I know it's not going to happen because they're too far out. They're not developed yet. They're not really out in the world yet, but I want those. If I can get that, I'll be really excited because those are things that are like super unknown quantities, and uh, that kind of stuff is gonna be fun and beyond good and evil too. From what I hear, I hear that may be a thing too. So, so,
0: so, what do we got? So, what are what are our pie in the skies?
1: Pie in the skies are no man, uh, no man sky, right? Uh, which is the crazy like intergalactic every like you base. It's like Inter intergalactic warfare, basically. Okay. Um, and everyone's gone to rapture, which I know nothing about, but the premise sounds fucking dope. Which is basically like everyone has died, and then you have to be the you're, you're the people who is who are left after the rapture has happened. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. And okay. that that sounds like yeah. a ridiculously dope premise. It's so like I, I want I want it. Yeah, it's like left behind. Yeah but I want to see how that works and if, if that actually is going to get any play anytime soon. Oh, one last thing. Uh, <laughs> one last thing. One last thing. <laughs> I think there's going to be... A, I think they're going to announce a, 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 a PlayStation 4 bundle that comes with a Vita. Okay. Mm, huh. I think I think they're going to do a Vita bundle. How much? much? F- f- fuck me. Uh, not that much. Um, not that much. <laughs> not <laughs> that much. Not...
0: Not two ninety
1: nine. Huh? No, not two ninety nine. Not three ninety nine. It'll probably be like four fifty. Hmm. They'll probably figure out some way to make it make it way cheaper. But it, so, but I I, so I don't so you get I can't get the for fifty dollars. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll subsidize it. Maybe it'll be five hundred. But I but I, I think right now going higher is not the way to go. You can't right. go lower because of the cost point. Right. But. You can't outprice yourself either. If you want people in the ecosystem, the way you're you're doing, if you bundle anything in, period, you're not you're trying to keep people in the ecosystem and bring new people in. And if you do that, then you're totally got them. So don't overprice it. It doesn't make sense to do it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the bundle makes sense to me. At least, I mean, no. Well, it's cool, but I don't know if that would drive sales of either one. Well,
0: I, I, you know, I think I, I, I kind of understand where where Kaya's coming from because there's there's definitely a benefit to having a Vita if you've got a PS4 because right. you can you can remote play all of yeah, your games, which is awesome. On right, which is amazing. What would be really cool is if if uh, Sony goes goes back and they play the anything you can do game with with Microsoft and they say all right well you guys drop down to price parity with us and we're going to jump up to be price parity with you but add the vita and go for 99.99 so you're getting a vita for 100 bucks which how much is a vita 200 150 200 200 right
1: 200 i think
0: yeah, so if they if they subsidize it by a hundred bucks,
1: man, that would be. And, I mean, what would you rather have at this point? Would you rather have a Vita or a Connect? Right. Um, well, I mean, if you're if you're a
0: commuter, then I'd definitely rather have a Vita.
1: I mean, but even if you're not, it's like that same idea of of like I, I have a I have a th- I'm either getting a peripheral or a system.
0: Right. That's it's a fair point. It's you a know fair what point. I mean? If and getting, if I've got PlayStation Plus. 've get, i'm getting all of these games too. yeah and you're so
1: getting got, yeah you're getting right. stuff for free so yeah it, right.
2: it just right. seems really interesting that we're talking about increasing the like i know like right. of of the microsoft thing that you said of hitting the the 450 even though i recognize that it is a six hundred dollar deal basically but we're like four hundred dollars for the past year year and a half has been this magical point i feel like and now we're right. like well let's Raise it up right. a little bit. It's, it's it's just interesting. It's it's just interesting. Hmm. It's it's an interesting way to think about how the console market might go. It might.
1: I mean, because uh, honestly, uh, it may be that whole like uh, holiday push. Like I think there's still going to be bundles. I think there's still going to be people who are going to still be in the market because we're we're still the the early adopter crew. Right. You know right. what I mean. Right. So we're we, right. we're hitting the end of that. Right. Yeah, we're yeah. hitting the end of the early adopter crew where right. people are going to start to one want to continue to buy the the systems because they've seen all the stuff that's already been talked about and see what's Mm -hmm. already out in the market plus then you get the holiday people so we'll see hopefully right um all right so well so
0: yeah so now reef yes sir you've 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 gone to sleep you've seen all of the magical goodness that came from all of the press conferences all of the press conferences happened yesterday but nintendo and their their ability to dare to be different so you know we're not about mondays we hate mondays we're like uh garfield the cat so it's it's tuesday yeah yes exactly so so reef you wake up tuesday morning you've Eating a box of or a bowl of golden grams.
1: <laughs> wow! And, what? And 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 you turned you, you know, turned Sharif into a twelve year old. You
0: you're you're, uh, you're wearing your your infamous Luigi hat, mm. and you're giving a side eye <laughs> to Nintendo Nintendo's direct. As they're talking, you're thinking about this moment right now, <laughs>
2: and your predictions were okay, so my well well for, 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 well well first, first I'll start what's what's with, gonna happen yeah, with like yeah. what's what's gonna happen so we know that you know so they just released you know one of their bigger games, Super Mario Kart eight, which is sold actually really well, they sold about yeah one point two million, which is right. you know really good, it's just that right there's just not a Wii, a lot of Wii u consoles out there, so right. that number is like really good. Their second kind of big tier game for the year is S- S- Smash Brothers, which we know is coming out in July for the 3DS and right. December or November for the Wii U. So I think a lot of the conferences, um, and I get, well, it's not a conference. Uh, w- whatever the hell they call it. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a lot of their presence right. is going to be selling it's Smash video. Brothers to people that don't already have Wii U's. Um, I really do think that Nintendo kind of is getting it that you know they can stroke their <laughs> they can stroke their base <laughs> um, as much as they want, but it's not going to help push consoles, right? So I think what they're what you know Smash is going to be really big. Um, you know, I think that they're still going to be doing a lot with like Mario Kart Eight because I think that these are two these are kind of two kind of games that like. You know, kind of like if people if they can't sell them on these, like they can't really sell the console at all. Right. So I think that they're really going to be even though Kart 8 is out. I think it's still going to have a huge presence in terms of on floor stuff and all that. Um, there's been pretty strong rumors that they're going to at least talk about the next Zelda game on the Wii U. So I, I do think that that's going to happen. They might not show gameplay. It might not be all that. Um, they have confirmed that they are going to talk about that stupid Hyrule Warriors, uh, like that Zelda mixed with Dynasty Warriors game that looks... Oh, looks yeah. I forgot right. about that. Yeah, that looks yeah, pretty yeah. silly to me. I mean, but hey, if it's like 10 bucks on the eShop, I mean, I'll grab right. it. Um, right. So we definitely know that... the. They're gonna talk about that. Um, you know, they don't have a lot of third party stuff, so I think they're gonna focus quite a bit on Bayonetta 2, which, you know, is like uh aiming to come out in the summer. Um and I think they've been a little hush, hush, hush on some other stuff. There was a and we don't know if it's real or not, but there was a leaked agenda for their digital event um that as a Cicero said is that nine a.m. and that mentions what we talked about like Smash and uh, Bayonetta. Confirms the Zelda, but also confirms something that I've said that Nintendo needs to release for years is a Star Fox game. Mm-hmm. Um which they haven't had since GameCube. Right. Um that's definitely a game that I think can have wider appeal than, than the general Nintendo audience and I—I I shouldn't say it's confirmed because this is still a rumor. Like somebody could have mocked this up on Microsoft Word or whatever. Um, but I do predict though that they're finally getting that they need to—they um, need to play the game a little bit. Like they need to like throw out these little morsels um, to uh, people. Um, another thing on here is a Metroid 3DS game. Um, which I think would be really, really cool. Um, I would hope for a Metroid big Wii U game, but just the way that Nintendo works, I know if they have a Zelda game and a Star Fox game and they just released, like, Mario Kart 8 and they got smashed, like, they're, they're a fairly small company and I don't think they could really put the time and dedication into those that they wanted unless they, you know, outsource kind of some of them to like Platinum or like Retro or something like that. Um, so if if they do have Star Fox, Zelda, and of course Smash is kind of finishing up, I don't anticipate that th- that they'll have another really big one that will come out within the next two years, I would say. Um, but I do hope that this is true. I really hope that the Star Fox and, and the Metroid are um, there. Um I guess as far as the predictions, I would say one that is kind of out there, but I think could happen, um, is I really think that they could offer a system without a gamepad. Hmm. I don't.
1: Blasphemy. Wow. Now, I
2: don't. Wow. Be, because even in their marketing, they don't really feature new usage for it anymore. And they're. Wow early marketing they had you know it was really prominent um and in you know one of their biggest selling games mario kart 8 they don't really use it that much now now the big thing that me and a lot of people that i talk to kind of use it for is the off-screen play right so so like how how we talked about how the vita has the remote play right Right. so and, and i think they could easily say this is what it's for but then that's, that's that then makes it completely optional, right? right? So I think that it's not, it's kind of unlikely just because Nintendo is kind of stubborn, but they also like SKUs. <laughs> like they like releasing lots of SKUs as, as, as the 2DS uh, kind of confirms. Yeah. So, so I don't think it's that out of the realm for them to say like we're selling the Wii U with a pro controller. You know, and like be able to hit a, a more attractive price point. I personally think if they did that, that would instantly drive sales because right. I think a lot of people now a lot of people have seen the scores for the Wii U games. Almost every game that they that they've come out with has been considered a major game has done well on Metacritic, right, right. like they've gotten like eight to nines and that kind of stuff. Right. And I think that if, if like people could get a Wii U, for half the price of a 360, oh, 360, of a one, and a PS4, and knowing that they have Pikmin and 3D World, and and, and Smash and Mario Kart, right. like I think they would do it. Right. So I think that right. it's not out the out the realm of possibility given the financial troubles that. Um, the Nintendo was had in terms of cutting forecasts and, and water taking a pay cut and all that stuff now in terms of a prediction that I think probably won't happen but that I think would also be a big boon to their service and I've seen other people call for this is they really need to open up the virtual console and stop the trickle of release of releases and really start oh, yeah. a subscription based model for it You know, Hmm. I think that they could easily just say, hey, you know, and they could charge quite a pretty penny for it, I think, too. Um, I think they could get away with a Netflix type 10 or 15 dollars a month and have access to the entire Nintendo catalog. Um, So like sort of like what PlayStation now, you know, is doing and like I know that they haven't announced a price for that yet, but. They, they they could offer different tiers say if you only want 8-bit games it's this much, you want only Super Nintendo games it's like this much, they could bundle like virtual console games with hey, Mario Kart 8 is like co- coming out, but we're also selling a $70 bundle where you get Mario Kart 8 plus all the virtual console versions of all Of the other ones but they don't seem to be tying in the virtual console as much as i think that they can and they're one of the only people that can really do it since they have these franchises that have been around for so long right i mean if you're going to keep your franchises this long and really kind of depend on them then use them you know like you like use that lineage to push um sales and to get more money out of each sale I don't think they're going to do it just because, I mean, number one, they're so slow to online stuff and they just haven't given any hints whatsoever that they are changing anything with the virtual console, except what I talked about on the last time, which was that they do seem like they're kind of front loading the quality of the stuff like with the GBA kind of releases they started out with like WarioWare and Advance wars and like these games that are sort of their top games whereas with their other vir- virtual console ones they s- s- started off with like hey here's gyromite you know <laughs> and, uh, that kind of stuff so they haven't given any hints to it it probably won't happen but i think that if they did those two things i think that they would be in a really good place not in the console wars because i think they're probably too behind to catch up in terms of overall numbers but in terms of nintendo's like financials i think that they would put Mm -hmm. them back on the right track right so now uh, the question is
0: how do how do they operate the 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 online service the virtual virtual console service so is it is it a streaming thing like PlayStation Now, or do you just download those games and you have unlimited access to download games, kind of like PlayStation Plus, until you until your subscription runs out, and then you just have to, you know, keep your subscription service going?
2: If Nintendo's doing it, I think it would be download. Um, right. Okay. The game sizes are fairly small. Very small. Right. Like uh, you know, I mean. You know, yeah, I, I think that streaming would probably be a little too much for the infrastructure that they have set up. Um, so I think it would be download. That would be cool though. That would be like the things that you're talking
0: about, um, you know, not necessarily like I'm not I'm not anti gamepad, um, but I am anti paying more than two hundred dollars or a hundred and fifty dollars really. For we experience because I know that that's not going to be my primary gaming console, um, but if they could release it at around a 150 or, you know, somewhere under the $200 price point um, and, you know, however, it however, it whatever it means that they have to do in order to get there. Um, maybe yeah, maybe I would go out and buy a a Wii because they do the games are when they are reviewed, the reviews are amazing for those games. So yeah. Yeah. Good call. I, yeah,
2: and I mean like they get they have packages like the all access is maybe your fifteen dollars a month. You you can subscribe to a sports package or a RPG game package or I mean like they're give me more skews, more skews. Yeah, I, mean, I mean they're really not leveraging this stuff that they have um and i thought that by bringing in somebody like reggie you know that you know that has sort of that american perspective on what sort of you know an american consumer wants that they would do that but i'm also getting the sense that reggie doesn't really have much power even though he heads like nintendo of america I kind
1: of feel that way too. It's so I, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. It feels like Japan is like, nah, son. You'll calm you'll calm that down. We we right. see what you're trying to do, and it's not going to work because we have all the money.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's like it's kind of a shame, um, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm very happy with my purchase. I think most people that have like we use are fairly happy, but we're not the people that Nintendo needs to worry about. Like they need to worry about how do I get more people to pay, to buy this console? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus.
0: If Jesus comes on the stage. Yo, <laughs> they, they,
1: we have, we have an exclusive that Microsoft or Sony does not have.
2: <laughs> we, we have got, Jesus. Yeah. We got Jesus. Yeah. But but when but, 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 no, on N- n- notice what I said on this. I barely mentioned third parties. Like I really yeah. don't think Nintendo needs to focus on no. Watch Dogs Wii U or right. whatever. Like, right. like if they announce their stuff, hit their dates, and they continue I think, to I think sell that's their the console at a profit, they'll be good.
1: That's the most important part. Hit your dates. Yeah, because that's the that's the issue. it's like I. I mean, uh, look, Nintendo fans are the most patient bunch of people on the planet. They must never honk their horns in traffic (laughs) because because they are like, oh, that game that you said is coming out, the one that I've wanted for 15 years is not coming out. Oh, I'll wait another year.
0: Okay, Right. But you you know what, though? Quietus is kept. Nintendo maybe the company that has the most exclusives releasing in 2014 um, at the second for the second half of the year because all of those games that we were promised um, on the you know original original or existing IP from Sony and and Microsoft mean like 95% of them have been pushed into 2015 2015 is going to be a dope year in games until it's not until it's 2016 um, but yeah, but for Nintendo, they've got, you know, they've got like four or five really big titles that I think are coming that are that have yet to be
1: released for for this for this year. And and you got to you have to always put into to the mindset of like, well, look, Mario Kart 8 just increased their sales for the whole Wii U a whopping devil Satan number of 666%. <laughs> <laughs> right. So when evil. you have the power of Satan it's behind your right. company and console, <laughs> <Satan>. <laughs> when you are rocking Beelzebub about, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> as your mascot, oh, is, I, I do find it really interesting that evil Luigi and 666 percent of increase has happened at the round the same time right
0: for the same thing listen listen people uh, if you have yet to see it you need to check out some some Mario Kart footage because for real for real this is not bullshit that Luigi side eye is vicious vicious you do not want to cross Luigi because he will come after you and he will let you know about it I mean, I haven't seen I haven't seen somebody give somebody a dirty a look that dirty since my boy Patrick Ewing got dunked oh, on by Scottie man. Pippen, yeah, oh. and he pushed him down on the ground. He pushed him, but when he looked down at him, yo,
2: man, yeah. he's like, "That's what
0: you said about my mama."
2: Uh, All right, that man. was, yeah. yeah. I mean, even though Pippen got teed up, I was still like, man, yeah, geez. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, huh? I've I've removed all that from oh, my brain. That I've so watched, I've watched dogs that from my brain. That was so bad. But, but no, I I test. think that I saw there's a whole post on NeoGAF that just has all these GIFs for Mario that have like Luigi uh, stairs and they are yeah. hilarious. I
1: you know what though? It's it, it's kind of a testament testament to um what exactly nintendo does well right it's like mario kart has put this resurgence in the whole nintendo community plus uh evo with smash coming out soon and then them dropping that peripheral that'll let you use your um your old gamecube uh uh, controllers and stuff it's it's funny because we talk about them you know being nothing but fan service like they don't they don't rock any third-party stuff and it's it finally feels like the fan service stuff that they're doing is paying off in some weird way. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a resurgence for the whole division and for the whole team. Like, I don't think they're going to have that have that mind share like the we had. But it does feel good that people are kind of playing their system again and have actually something to play. So I, I give Nintendo some props on that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So where are we at next see?
0: Uh, well um we are going to we're, I mean we're still there's, there's this weird amount of we love on, on the I show know, I don't know what to do right I mean well well I mean Reef you could just kind of take us take us from there there was a Wii system update and you got to play Mario Kart 8 yes um, I want you know I want you to talk to the people about Mario Kart 8 L- you know let us know how it is and why, sh- why we should be excited about Uh, the Wii U as a console, and and the games that they have. Take it away. Agent Jackson. Okay, so uh,
2: I'd like to preempt this by saying that I really don't believe that uh, one game can really sell a console anymore, and this is including all consoles. I don't think the system seller kind of exists anymore. Mostly Mm -hmm. because most games are are multi-platform now, but also I just think that because systems are being sold as more than gaming consoles, they're streaming players and stuff. So, I don't think Mario Kart 8 is going to save the Wii U. And there's all these articles like, is Pikmin going to save the Wii U? Is Donkey Kong going to save? It? You know, it's like, no, right. none of them are going to do it. You know, but with that said, Mario Kart 8 is probably the best party game that's going to be around for a long time. And by party game, I mean four players sit down together, talk shit, and play I went to a release party at the local gaming bar here, like the 42 Lounge.
0: Yeah, and, shout out to the 42 Lounge because that place is hot.
2: Yeah, um, in in a Milwaukee here. Um, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's like the equivalent of playing like a four-player kind of like you know call of duty match or something except you're throwing shells at each other <laughs> and Luigi is staring down the shit out of out of out of, out of, out of everybody but you know if you've played Mario Kart before you pretty much know what to expect i mean really crazy game lot of lead changes it's not kind of a there's definitely driving skill involved but it's not like you hit the paths and you're going to win like a lot of it is about going from first to eighth and then back to first and maybe finishing in third, you know? Um, but it's it's graphically really beautiful. It's, you know, it's like 1080p and 60 frames a second. So it looks really, really good.
0: Bam, 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 bam. I know, Spec Wars. Right. Um, <laughs>
2: um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just looks really, really good. It sounds good. Like Nintendo really excels at making these... Um, you know, not maybe not the photorealistic games like a Watchdogs, but like when they hit right. their own art style on it, like right. it looks like a painting, kind of. Hmm. You know, Um Mario Karts usually have you know um four cups of new tracks and four cups of like old tracks, so it's really good seeing these old tracks from the Game Boy Advance and Super like the, like Nintendo and stuff in in like high definition. Um, everything just, it's just a really, really strong, like Mario Kart game. Um, I will say that if you didn't like Mario Kart in the past, I would still say to, to try this one. You, you, oh, okay. usually with Nintendo franchises, I'm like, if you don't like it, you probably won't like this one. I think in this case though, it, it looks so good that you, that, that will draw it, draw you into it. And I mean, the control is kind of like buttery smooth, Um, and just the way that the tracks change, because kind of the big thing in this game is it's like anti-gravity. So you're like going upside down and looping around and stuff. And it's just a really strong game. Um, I completely understand why it sold well, um, partially because, you know, Wii U gamers are starving for anything. Um, and the other part is that it's just a really well done game. And it's also like Nintendo's first experience with allowing like video uploads because you, because you can, upload directly to youtube wow. um either a full match or like they basically create like a highlight reel for you after every race and like you can set like the different options of like i want to show only drifting or like only items i want to focus oh, i wow. want to focus on this character i want it to be 30 45 seconds six you know um so they really it's something i hope they integrate into the system software itself so you can do it for any game hmm. Um, right. b- but it's kind of custom made for Mario Kart since the matches are only like a couple of minutes long. Um, right. So I've been posting a lot of uh, Mario Kart v- 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 videos at my YouTube channel under Sharif Jackson and just like browsing other people's stuff. And it's just a really fun game. I I, I really advise anybody if you can play it um, at a Best Buy or like or something like that. Definitely give it a shot. I mean, I think it's excellent. You can go so, to Sharif's house and play. Right there, you or go. If you can come to my house and play.
0: There you go. All right, I'm I'm coming through. I'm coming through. Yeah, so uh, I got I got a I got a question for you. So, um, well, actually, a question in the comment. So you know, so you say that you can upload directly to YouTube. Do you realize though that the Wii um, the, from from Nintendo, the company that believed that the you know we don't believe in the internet, is the first current gen console. To allow its users to upload directly to YouTube?
2: No, I thought I thought you could do that with uh, PlayStation. No? Uh, no, mm, you, no, no, you no, you cannot. Oh, I thought for some reason. No. Well, oh, I I know you could upload the videos to Facebook. I guess to right, video, right, but right, to, right.
0: Right, but the, it is the first that's console that allows yeah, the first console that allows you to upload your content directly to YouTube. Now you can get it there um, from the Sony, from you know, from from uh, the PS4 and the X One, but you you know, there's an extra step in there right. uh, in order to in order to get it in order to get it to uh, to your to your YouTube page. So that's amazing. Um, the The other thing is when you were at 42 Lounge and you were playing four players. What controls were you guys using?
2: So they had one gamepad, and everybody else had the Wii Motes. Oh, okay. Now the thing with the Wii Mote is it only controls with tilt control, so right. that took okay. kind of a while to get used to. But you know, right. if like, you have like the Wii Wheel that came with Mario Kart Wii, then it works right. pretty well. I mean the the Pro Controller it just controls like a racing game on right, right. Any other system, but yeah, it's really fun. Now I will say. When there's four players, it does go that I I think it's locked at 30 frames a second because there's so much okay. going on, but it still looks great, you know. Right. Um, right. But yeah, it's just a really strong, fun game, and um, you know, this is a game that I feel like people that don't have a, I mean, I saw several posts like, man, I I kind of want a Wii U, but right. I'm not paying like three hundred dollars right. for that. You know, right.
1: I'm not right. gonna lie, this this is the only game that I've seen since the Wii U has come out. That has really want made me actually even consider trying to maybe get one. Yeah, right.
2: and, and this is why I'm like, yo, if they remove the gamepad, which I think is rumored to cost about 170 dollars or so, holy crap! You know, yeah, it's it, it's I mean, it has a lot of stuff in it. Um, like <laughs> it's got magic. Yeah, I I I I, <laughs> I I I I mean, you have to remember that it syncs up with a console and displays stuff with no lag. Like right. you know, it 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 kind of does a lot. But if like they could hit like, I mean, I don't think they would ever do this. But if they could like take away that and hit like a hundred fifty dollars, right. like
1: I don't know, that's so much for a controller though. That's so much. Well, for, that's so much money no, for a no, peripheral. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the. I'm, oh, you mean the I'm, console? Yeah. Oh, if they get to hundred fifty dollars, then that jump will go like we we would like we did. That's what I'm right. saying.
2: Like like it's $300 now, right? So so right. I'm saying if you take out a $170 part, now they were probably pricing it at 200 or something like that, which right. I right. still think is a, is good, but mm-hmm. 150 people would just buy it for one game. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Right. And so, then yeah. yeah, and absolutely and I don't know, m- m- maybe you guys can confirm this really not being like kind of like real like hardcore like Nintendo fans, but I think the average person that's not really in to Nintendo stuff, still wants to play, maybe two or three games, like a Mario oh, yeah. game, a Zelda game, maybe yeah. another ex- exclusive. I think that for those kind of people, if you price something that aggressively, you'll make it up in volume. I think. Yeah,
1: well, I, I think that would totally happen.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a gamer of a certain
0: age, of which we all are, um, at, at some point in your life. Nintendo was your life, and and all of those franchises hold a piece of your heart. Like you can wax nostalgic about franchises that, for the most part, you know still exist, um, but you you know you may not necessarily be playing them. And if if they lowered the price to one hundred fifty dollars, which is is less than the 2DS um you know it would be the cheapest thing that they saw sell, sell uh right now but it is selling worse than the 2ds so maybe they should do yeah. that i would definitely think about getting one um i would definitely think about getting one and getting um getting a game like mario you know like mario kart um because and nintendo would be smart to do it because if i'm getting a game like Mario Kart. Or if I'm getting really just about any Nintendo game, you know, any game for the Wii U. If I'm getting a Wii U, that means I'm going to be playing uh, local co-op games a lot. Yes. Um, which means I've got to buy extra peripherals. So even if I buy the console at $150, i am still probably going to wind up having to give you guys almost $300 because I've got to buy three more controllers or I've got to buy, you know, the stupid Wiimotes. And then I got to buy the accessories with the little steering wheel thing. And, you know, there's a lot of dumb shit that I'm going to have to wind up giving you money to get. Um, so. Why not give me the, you know, why not give me the console for the you know, for the low, low, give me the good luck on that. Um, yeah. Even if I just buy the one game, you're getting the goal is should and, you know, should have been and should always be get the system in the house and whatever it takes to get the system in the house is
2: is is the right thing. That's what the developers are saying. <laughs> right. This is what right. the devs are saying. It's like we need an install base to right. put the resources to keep like a game like Rayman Legends exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't need an install base when you have
2: Satan. Right. That is true. <laughs> well, Satan's
0: say, maybe yeah, maybe that's what they did. Maybe they made a deal with Satan. And and at the Nintendo Direct Nintendo maybe the, the Nintendo Direct <laughs> oh, is being filmed directly in the bowels of Dude, hell I'm gonna, again. I'm gonna have to listen
2: to it like backwards. I might have some like satanic <laughs> <Right>? messages on <laughs> the <laughs> Nintendo Direct. <laughs> <Right>. again,
1: <laughs> again again I guess I guess the best way to end this conversation is Dewey Dem Dem Bella. <laughs> I give you the power, I beg of you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. oh man, that oh. was a great.
1: Uh, you know what? That was a great conversation. Yeah. That was I, that was good. That really has me hyped for E3, and I think yeah. we can all say uh, that we are all excited for for what's going to happen in a couple of days. Now it's crazy because it feels like it was far away, but now it's totally right around right. the corner.
0: Right, it's it's right around the corner for us as we're recording this on Thursday. But it is you are in the midst of it right now as you're listening to this. Um, Whether it's Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, if it's Saturday, everything that we talked about in terms of the news and the breakdown is mad. Oh, what were you waiting on? Um, But, you know, thanks for listening anyway. I I might
1: even... I may even just to, to to get ahead of the curve so you don't have so you can kind of ingest everything as it's happening and you get yourselves uh, ready and, and amped up for our kind of broadcast later on that evening. I might try to put this up a little bit earlier uh, ahead of Monday. Holy shit. Uh, but you won't know because right. you're listening to it now. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you'll either right. just not know. But either way, it'll be up at, right. on Monday is uh,
0: is is very serious. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're serious right now. Right, yeah. Serious real, right now. Yeah. So um yeah, so uh I mean, listen, it's it's E three time. We told you that we're gonna do something special. Uh you're you're gonna hear it here now. Um, but we'll definitely promote the shit out of it on our brand new Spawn On Me Facebook page and on the Spawn Point Gaming blog Facebook page and on the Twitters and all that other stuff that we'll talk about later. But uh, from, I believe, uh, 7.15 Eastern to 8.45 Eastern, so that's uh, 615, 6.15 Central, Uh, and three fifteen or, I'm bad at math. Whatever time (laughs) it is, is and Pacific, I don't even know. I don't know. Listen, I think you just bifurcated
2: the time. Right. Yes. (laughs) Shit. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So
0: anyway, so so for ninety minutes between the Ubisoft, between the Ubisoft uh press conference. After the end of that Aisha Tyler and before and before the Sony press conference. Aisha Tyler. Uh, yes. A- Aisha, Tyler. Aisha Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Shaka Khan Aisha Tyler. Um, we are going to have a Google Hangout, a spawn on me Google Hangout that will feature last week's guest, Chris Clow. It will feature this week's guest, Sharif Jackson Lala. com. My uh, name Sheriff is dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it is. it is from now on Shreve Jackson Listen that's how I give oh, out shout outs
3: man.
0: Glenn don't know your your last name Don't need to know what kind of MC you are <laughs> Shreve Jackson.com uh, Yes free tiering Shreve Jackson <laughs> And lots of other really special Guests um, And we are going to talk About the about E3 On Monday uh, June 9th. And we're going to talk about the press conferences that have happened. We're going to talk about the press conferences, uh, conferences that have yet to happen. And we're going to talk about our impressions and we'll get some more predictions um, and lots of O snap moments. So, and if,
1: and if my phone has a, a, a signal down in lower Manhattan, I may do some man on the street via hangout.
0: Right on, right on, there it is, there it is, so, so big things, big things coming from us uh, Monday Monday evening, um, so like we like we said before, from the Rooter to the Tudor, we are going to be around, and, and we want you guys to uh, come and hang out with us, so stay tuned to Spawn Point, the SpawnPointBlog.com, and uh, our Twitter feeds, and our Facebook feeds, uh, to get more information on that, which of course you have now, because this is the future, dope.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I guess before I guess before we leave, we got to again thank you, Reef, for coming through. SharifJackson.com <laughs> right. uh, Yeah, I <laughs> friend, <I'm> friend <laughs> I mean, you're welcome uh, dot org. <laughs> 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 Well, thank you dot me. Right. Um, <laughs> So so can you please share all of your information for folks if they they if they haven't gotten it on the first two shows that you've been on, they should be able to get it now from you. What What is your social media business, sir?
2: Sure. So my beeswax is, uh, what's that website again? I, I don't remember the website. Shrevejackson.com. Yeah, yeah. Just, that's where it is. Right. <laughs> um So I do a science blog there. Also under sciencelooksgood.com. I'm in the process of y- oh, y- using dope. Science Looks Good as the branding for it. Um, so you can catch it at either, uh, either web address. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Sharif Jackson. Um, Oh, that's a S H a R E E F as in Frank Jackson. Um, and I also tweet under the hashtag science looks good when I'm tweeting some extra special sciencey goodness stuff. Um, but I also tweet about, you know, sports and history and politics and that kind of stuff. And cosmos in cosmos when I'm doing the sciencey stuff. um, and you can also catch me on Google Plus, on LinkedIn, Facebook, all under Sharif Jackson. Um, and you can also catch my podcast, um, which I do with J.P. Fairfield, which is called Operation Cubicle, where we are uh, basically two black folks in cubicles uh, navigating the uh, lives of corporate America. Um, so, you, so you can catch that at Operation Cubicle. .net or at Operation Cube on Twitter or iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Podomatic. We're on there, too. Um, And we also have on that same feed the Ryan Wright podcast where we do a short little uh, five to ten minute talk um, on uh, two hip hop songs that we feature on Operation Cubicle. So um, definitely check out all that stuff. And please keep checking out um, Spawn on Me and the Spawn Point blog. Um, for some great hip, great uh gaming conversation.
1: You're about to say hip hop, not you? I was about you? to say yeah, yeah. hip hop. <laughs> yeah, well we do
0: have great <laughs> hip hop, you know. Oh in fact in fact uh uh speaking of hip hop um we I have promised to do a uh, DMX <laughs> off with you the next time we were on the mic together. dmx off. Yeah. Arf arf yeah so what, what you really want. <laughs>
3: what the fuck am I in between
1: right now? Yes. Mario Kart! Is- <laughs> baby! <laughs> oh, shit. I am right. ending this. I'm yeah. ending this podcast. Yeah, so this podcast I... am podcast is ending. I
0: am... I am- you're, I am now your Padawan. You oh. are great as long as I don't have to have a uh, a rat tail or a dog tail, as you as you said it. Um, before we go, I
1: will give out our Twitter <laughs> shit. And um, ya- this shit uh, is crazy. I yawn love fix my podcast. Right, yeah, right. So <laughs> give out that Twitter so, shit, so, baby. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so all right. So um, as
0: as as DMX, I will give out the Twitters. So, yo. If you need <laughs> Khalif Adams, <laughs> you need to go to Twitter's and go at Kajakins. <laughs> and your boy, oh, all right, I got to stop. And your boy, Stubby oh, Stan, God. that's me. Hit uh, <laughs> me, Stubby Stan on Twitter. Do the show. Is <laughs> at, at Spawn Point Blog. Um and uh, the, I mean the show is the show is at Spawn Point on me the site is at Spawn Point blog. I'm crying. Um,
3: we've got
0: we've got a Facebook we've got a Facebook site. You can go there. This is Spawn Point Gaming blog, and we now have I have created our our uh fan page for the show. It is Spawn on me on Facebook. Please like. Uh, join our group. Join the discussions. There will be lots of information uh, that that uh, you know. Like I said, we're going to be talking about oh lots of stuff. God. Getting ready for E3, we're going to be talking about uh, discussions after E3. Let's keep the discussions going. Let's keep everything live. Thanks so much everybody for uh, being fans of ours. I don't know why you are, but, <laughs> but what is wrong with thank you? thank you for coming, coming back.
1: I <laughs> want to keep... thank you for all. Oh my God. I, don't... <laughs> I almost peed on myself. Oh, oh, my I want to, I want to just jump in there really quick and say thank you to everyone who has been on the show and thank you to everyone who has checked it out and been sharing it. We had a lot, we had a lot of good, uh, Uh, Social engagement over the past couple of days Especially, Mm -hmm. I put out a big Kind of like uh, Opus of like, please uh, Rate and subscribe to us On iTunes especially We're we're really looking to possibly Break into that new and noteworthy Mm -hmm. Section of iTunes because You get a lot of traffic That way and a lot more people Have exposure to us and to the show Mm -hmm. And to Cicero's uh, DMX Tourette's (laughs) So (laughs) It, it really helps uh, us uh, getting the exposure that will help us and you have a better show uh, in the long run. So right. thank you so much for everyone and please rate subscribe us on iTunes. We're also review review us. Yes, and review us on iTunes. That's that's really big. They need to see those written reviews uh, to to get those numbers up. We're hoping our goal, hopefully, before the next couple of months uh, are up, is to have at least forty. 40 written reviews on uh, iTunes. Uh, but we're also on Stitcher. Uh, we're also on Potomatic. Uh, and we're also on Swell Radio. And did I miss anything?
0: Lipson. Well, Lipson doesn't have a thing, but yeah, you know. But yeah.
1: yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah, Swell, Swell is really dope. Uh, we just started doing Potomatic. We like the way it sounds. Um, so if you've been listening to us on Stitcher and you're like, you know, these cats are all right, but they sound like shit. Um, switch your app, son. Um, not that Stitcher is, is horrible, but uh, we, you know, Potomatic really works. Now we get no advertisements from Stitcher. Yep. Um, I'm sorry.
1: That's all right. I, we put a lot of hard work into the show every week and try to make it sound really good and sound yeah. really professional. So we want you to have that when you listen to us right. on your your format of choice. So, right, right. again, this was Spawn on Me, episode 17. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. want to 3 preview show. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. And we will see you in a couple of days. or I'm right. sorry. No, we won't see you in a couple of days. We'll see you in a week. Right, well actually, or or we may see you tonight If you're listening to this on Monday, June 9th Yep, word So, we say peace Right Peace